going. We're live. Right. Cool. And uh, I'm Jesse. I'm sitting here across the table. Shit, I forgot. I'm going to have to talk into this mic, though. Yep. So, name's Jesse, and I'm sitting across the table from... Ochoa. Ochoa. And Brayden. And Brayden. And uh, do I have a pass yet to use your first name? <laughs> you always do. I know. <laughs> I was like, am I the only person <laughs> that's not very many pass? people. <laughs> You're grandfathered in. Just go for I it. I noticed when, I know it's you, gonna when make you, you called happy. Ochoa on Marco Polo, and I was like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking to see who the fourth person is. There's an Austin in this. Wait, what? I didn't know that was allowed. No. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> that's why, that's why I asked. That that's why I asked. I was like, I guess I have a, a Austin pass. Yep. Um, but Brayden, yes. Austin told me about you, uh, and specifically you mentioned that y'all, or you'd brought up the Joe Rogan podcast to him, South America. Sure. I was trying to figure out which one he was talking about, but which one specifically was it? Sure. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I, I enjoy his podcast too. And it was the one from the beginning of this summer. I can't remember the guy's name, but I know that he's not a geologist. He's a journalist who became really fascinated with the subject that he was studying, and he's become an expert and someone almost lobbying and also investing time in getting the information out there. Um, basically, the whole gist of it is like he thinks that. He, human evolution started in Brazil, South America. Oh. And really, like, there's there might be a strong argument that, you know, this evolution thing, like, it wasn't like ape to click 10,000 years ago. We're building cities in Mesopotamia. It's maybe we, like, it was a much longer journey, many different species of humans, like, intermingling as much as, like, 200, 150,000 years ago very basic civilization still technology nowhere near where we are right now but just like a whole different path of human evolution and just as realistic um and what's even more like mind-boggling about it is like they haven't even investigated it yet they're just like starting to in even entertain the idea yeah. and everywhere they look they like uncover more uh strong evidence yeah and and so like it's all the information i have is just from that joe rogan podcast but i like anything that's uh, i like history it's one of the things that me and ochoa connected about and one of the things that i love is when like the truth of history is so different than what we think of it as and um I, this is like one of the situations so basically um they think that we might have come more from south america and that a lot of the evolution happened in south america and when the, uh, because between 200 and 50,000 years ago, there was a, actually a, a lot of global warming and cooling during that time, spikes, and then it would crash again. And so they think that the past between North America and Russia has been basically at a similar angle for a really long time. And so any time that the polar ice caps melt, the land bridge opens up, and any time that it closes, it immediately closes. Mm -hmm. And so they think that any time it melts, that it's just, it makes sense that whatever is there, whatever kind of life is there, just to access new land and tap into, like, a new marketplace. So it, that whole theory is that human evolution crossed over maybe, like, 50,000 years ago across that land bridge and then crossed over through China down across West Asia, then into Mesopotamia, down through Africa. 
just kind of flips the whole idea of hev- human evolution on its head. Yeah, and basically, uh, yeah, exactly. Totally reverses the timeline where we think we got here to North America last, and it's like, no. Right. North America was... This was the beginning. Part two of, yeah. Right, and so, South America like, some of the... I mean, I, don't, I, I really don't know enough of the specifics, but, like, just the general, like, whoa, made my jaw drop. Like, um, the Amazon is has a thousands and thousands of different species of trees this is what like i thought was interesting 96 percent something crazy high like 96 97 percent are five of the same species of tree so they were very likely planted there to begin with and were at were like an agricultural product of some sort and they they didn't originate there they didn't originate in south american amazon like so basically it's evidence that it was originally like a a garden and it went out of control like an invasive species type thing with these agricultural products that were brought in (laughs) (laughs) and and so as and because now the amazon's being cleared at such a ridiculous rate there there's more space that they can look with um the what is it called the sonar mapping Mm -hmm. where they can go underground Mm -hmm. without actually digging underground and there's layers and layers of primitive building structures yeah that are completely overgrown um see and and that's what i remember from it um if i'm thinking of the same guy that you're talking about uh i don't remember so much the other part but i remember all the all the talk of there being so much ancient underground structures under south america that dates back probably pre-egypt right exactly like just discovering it Mm -hmm. because it's all buried completely Mm -hmm. and like you said we're just now unearthing it right and and so they've, I don't think they've found a city in South America yet, technically, but they've found bones and of humans that are 32,000 years old. Damn. And so, and, and so, like, it's not conclusive. Like, of course, like, the whole archaeology and geologist community is, like, battling, yeah. going back and forth. And um, so, but, like, they found a 13,000-year-old city, Gobible Tepe, go Biblioteke, go Biblioteke in Greece, go, or Turkey, Turkey. Go Beklitepe. Something like that. It's, uh, so you might be talking about Graham Hancock. Okay. Graham Hancock, that's his name. Yep. Thank Graham you. Hancock. That is yeah, his name. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, so I'm a, I'm a Joe Rogan nerd. Uh-huh. About a decade long. I actually just okay. tweeted about I'm it the, the other day. I was like, not. the Podfather. Well, I was like, how come? I, I tweeted the other day, though. I feel bad about it. I'm sorry, Joe, that I was like, I was like, after a decade of listening, Joe Rogan's losing me because he's like, I don't know. I feel like he's getting soft on liberals. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, that's uh. me. But um, Graham Hancock has been on their old school. And yeah, Graham Hancock wrote. Um, what chariot of the gods and then blueprint of mm-hmm. the gods or whatever and all these books about yeah yeah and he, he is he's battling with classic archaeologists because they say you're just an author you don't know right jack right but he's talking about go back go or yeah however it's pronounced in turkey mm-hmm. is it's bigger than the pyramids they say right yeah and it's and older much older and well i don't know but it's like much older than anything we thought was there during that time like five times that right like we think of ancient ancient as two three thousand bc and this is five to six times that so and the way he describes uh the way the structure the the, what it would take to make the structure the way it is too 
Right. That's where he's tripping out on the technology that they must have had at the time to put this structure in place or to carve out some of the stone that they mm-hmm. the way that they did because he's like, there's no way. Right. Ancient hominids that were right. using stone tools did this. Right. And it's just kind of hubristic to think that like we went from like everything just clicked. Like we got to Mesopotamia and we figured out how to like dig in the dirt <laughs> and like, you know, be super efficient with farming and, and like tame fire and make the wheel and wagon, you know, like all these technological developments that, you know, maybe they happen all like boom, but yeah. maybe like it was like thousands and thousands of years of just passing it down and taking where your ancestors left off. And I think it was, I think it was, there was a boom. Yeah. And then I think we lost it. Yeah. So where, in, and you said no technology near like what we have now. Um, I am not so sure because mm-hmm. the more I hear shit from people like Graham Hancock, the more I'm like, well, and the more I hear about how, like, have you seen these videos about like, uh, amusement parks in China that are overgrown or not being used and it'll take like a decade and you got metal just turning to not just rust, but turning into dust in a decade. Wow. And so I'm like how much did they have that maybe has been lost over how many thousands yeah. of years? And the only things that mm-hmm. remain are just the stone structures. Right. Um, but yeah. I, it's crazy conspiracy stuff on my part. But. <laughs> well, it is interesting to think about like what, what have we forgotten? Because we know we can mm-hmm. like, like things that people, you can go to um, Williamsburg, Virginia and they've got, uh, basically a, just a tourist town set up with people whose jobs are to go pretend like they're living in the 1700s and they do a bunch of stuff that none of us know how, how, any idea how to do. Yeah, and right. if none of those people knew how to do it, none of them would be alive and we wouldn't be here today, you know? So, like, that was 250 years ago. We can forget stuff really fast. So Well, and... and I can forget stuff really fast. Oh. <laughs> Don't get me started. I'm really good at that. Me <laughs> <But>, uh, <laughs> too. Another thing, though, that as uh, someone said something that made me really get down the rabbit hole in my mind about what if we were pursuing alternative forms of energy? What if instead of for the last however many years we weren't, you know, burning coal or burning wood or whatever for energy, but what if we found other ways or that, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And we, we were just talking about energy. Again, what have we here? lost? What? Um, yeah. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. And so what do you think about all this, Mr. Ochoa? I know you looked at me during the garden part because you're waiting for me to be like, well, the Bible says. (laughs) 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 Like snapped our heads to each other. He'll finish. (laughs) Just let him finish. Um, No, it's all really, I think it's super interesting. I do think that uh, as far as true evolution goes, that there's no debate about that actually exists that we see that like you were saying, uh, sometimes it's hard to think that some, some of these technological advances happen all at once, but the last hundred years we've had crazy technological advances. Thank you. So it's like, does that go hand in hand with like an evolutionary, you know, collision that happens and then boom, all of this, you know, Western fire comes out of it. And I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because I had the same thought, but I let it run away about, 
I don't, I'm not so sure they didn't have the technology because look at what we've done in the last hundred years. But of I mean, course, it takes I feel like that's alien influence. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> let's start that conversation another time. I mean, why not? <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot I mean, of things like that that I, I think would be really, like you were saying earlier, like flipping things on its head. Just in general, like how many things that do we take as truths that one little thing could present itself and be a solid truth that we could see, and then everything would just change. You know, just generally speaking. Yeah. It's like like that. Like, what if an alien ship all of a sudden popped up? And it's like, well, we've got to revisit everything now. Yeah. Not yeah. just, like, religion. I mean, like, everything. Well, that's why the cla- uh, traditional archaeologists or uh, whatever, paleontologist community, they're archaeologists? <laughs> it might be a little bit of everything, honestly. Right, like, yeah. everybody. Either like, way, the, oh, the, the all traditional community is so pushing back against people like Graham Hancock. But another guy that Graham Hancock... Brought, uh, brought on. I don't know if you've seen. Um, man, he's a big guy, big guy with a beard. He looks like he should be like a potato farmer or something. <laughs> yeah, and he's um, he's more of a I don't want to say climate expert, but yeah. um, he's more of a geologist. Yes, he and is a geologist. specializes in like yep. North America, ancient North America, yep. and like the Talking ice about age. the collisions of oh. the asteroids. Right. Yeah, that's actually one of my favorite episodes. He's really like a character he could be like yes yeah um but they talk about or his he's talking about that it's like really realistic that asteroid could have hit glacier cause a major melting very fast like in minutes massive flood you know um, the the, the coolest thing that he talks about i think it's him or maybe it was someone else but uh is this mass coronal ejection i want to say i'm i hope i'm saying it right something like that but it he says that basically it's a lightning storm across the entire earth so give me this imagine the entire earth like a ball of static electricity around it and he said that you can tell by the rock because he's a fucking geologist right that there's a layer across the entire world at this exact same date you can find all over the whole Mm -hmm. world of where it's and like rock oh, yeah. was turned to glass yeah it's fucking cool <laughs> yeah the, the the what is that asteroid that giant one that hit and it made i think it's the one that made the gulf of mexico yeah and yeah the day that I f- there's like a really good uh, um radio lab on it uh where they and they it was like a live audience to it i th- but they went into detail about like that impact and what it meant, like what, like I think the asteroid was the size of Manhattan, and in in less than ten minutes, like when it hit the, like what you were talking about, the it just immediately went from rock, and hitting rock to just gases and pure liquid molten, and just uh, shards of rock glass being spit across the earth and landing on the other side of the earth killing animals and what a way to go what a way to go what a way just to all of a sudden it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> what what was that gosh could you imagine I mean, well i mean it could happen like right now it could happen that's what i was thinking as you were talking right now dude what have you have, uh do you ever see on google like near asteroid miss 
Like, oh, Na- NASA just saw an no, asteroid missile. I don't know if I want to see that. <laughs> let, me see, let, me, let me see if I can see the, the latest one. Okay. But, um, yeah, that's what I was messing around on here for. But I was going to look up who uh, who it was, but I think we figured it out, Graham Hancock. Yeah. As- we'll just say asteroid misses Earth. even showing it. I didn't, I didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did. Good job. That's cool. So, <laughs> Earth just narrowly missed getting hit by an asteroid and when was this? Um, that was in 2016. 2016. So, three years ago. <laughs> missed Earth quarter. by less than a quarter of distance of the moon. A quarter of the distance of the moon, dude. How big was it? Uh, three times as far away from Earth as far as the satellite. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I don't right know. there, it says I mean, asteroids of this size. Let's see. It's only about 500 to 100 feet. Asteroids of this size are so small that there's almost nothing we can do to detect them. They still cause a lot of damage. Still caused a lot of damage. <laughs> That's right. Well, that other one you says heard it. injured over 1,500 people is only about 55 feet wide. This one they're saying it was like what? 100. Yeah, that one that hit in Russia. Yeah, so it looked like. So what is 55 feet? Like, what? How do you. Like, how, how can how you conceptualize 55 feet? 55 think about feet. Think of like a, a third of a football field. Or a trailer? A trailer. Yeah. It is 53 feet. So think, think about oh. it. Oh, fucking <laughs> You're Gosh, welcome. with the program. Are we, are we allowed to say that? Let's say what? I mean, <laughs> that's one I thing. I didn't say it. When I was doing it. my, yeah, right? Triggered. When I was doing mine, I was like giving subtle hints, but I wouldn't say the company's name because I'm like afraid someone from my work is going to drop find ours it. off, though. Like, Fuck you guys. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> find them. Dox them. What do you think about that? What do you think about the, the, this shit these days where like, People are getting doxxed. All their personal information, everything spread because, I don't know, you don't agree with them? Or? I think it's horrifying. <laughs> that, I mean, to a degree, that's like having some of your individual liberties taken away when you have your information What's put exactly? out to the public. You haven't heard of doxing? No. Oh, man. So, like, especially in the political realm, like... Groups like Antifa, maybe the hardcore left, right, are doxing or getting all this personal information or saying, like, on Twitter, hey, find all the personal information for this person and put it out in the public to, you know what I mean? Just basically. Just getting every, like, the masses behind. Yep. Just digging up all your old stuff. Yeah. That's fun. Yep. <laughs> Good times. Yep. But hasn't it, like, I mean. And I don't want to say just left because I'm sure the hard, you know, alt-right or whatever are doing the same thing to the left and it's like yeah. what how is that ever going to breed discourse <laughs> it won't yeah that's the shit that leads to civil war <laughs> yeah i mean it we're texas you guys fought it out it's we're just gonna be down a... here we're gonna be our own country again damn it <laughs> that's why we came to texas <laughs> that was my family i've told you that dude. my dad thought Get the hell out of here obama was president we're going to texas hopefully they <laughs> did dude they got their own uh the... banking system and then, yeah 
They came and took our guns. They only know they only took a quarter of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. You came through Texas to try to take guns? That would Could be you fun. you imagine? That, that would be Civil War. That's when Texas would become their own state, don't you think? Oh, yeah. I no. don't know, though, because the, what, four largest cities in America, four of the largest, four of the 11 largest cities in America are here in Texas. Three of the 10 largest, but mm-hmm. Austin's 11th. So, mm-hmm. four out of 11. That's, and, and they're all going blue. Mm-hmm. Dallas, Austin's always, San Antonio's pretty hard um and then what's it houston houston is, yeah. is going that way so mm-hmm. it's like yep. when all the metro areas turn that way that's why they're worried about republicans are worried about texas turning purple and, uh, and uh, <laughs> right i don't know i don't know man i don't know i have no idea where i'm going with this what my point is or then well I, I brought up texas and we were talking about something else so doxing what, yeah yeah so that's my bad. It's, I was going to say, it's one. such a weird 21st century attack, though. Because yeah. in what yeah. other time would that be your measure of, like, you know? Right. I'm gonna... <laughs> this is what I'm going to do to you. I'm going to tell everybody to look up your address. <laughs> yeah. What? But then there's this website. I don't know if you heard about this. I don't know I heard about I think Philip DeFranco. i got to give credit where credit's due. He's a YouTuber. Dude, I'm such like down the YouTube rabbit hole now, which sucks because I hate YouTube and Google, and they're the gonna run the world. But yeah, um, you're trying to find a third party to get the videos through. Like, I don't want to go to YouTube. I do. I wish there was Twitch. Gave me hope for a moment, but they'll mm. like your videos are only up there for so long or something, and yeah. there's a whole they, yeah. I don't know. That's why I just do YouTube instead because Twitch is like what? Yeah, uh, I'm I'm tr- I'm trying to keep these cameras going in, in my peripheral, and I'm so bad at this. <laughs> you see a bald head. You see a bald head in your peripheral. You see it? It's on me. I'm just trying to make sure. Uh, no, like, a bald head in the beautiful flowing locks of hair. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure. Like, <laughs> while you're talking, like I'm not just sitting here like. <laughs> It was just but, watching um, you go to sleep while you're getting, <laughs> getting bored by me rambling. I saw in DeFranco that there was this website that was doing this for porn stars specifically. It was just right. all porn star information, private information, phone like phone numbers, emails, everything. And Pornhub just bought it, which is like their way of shutting it down. Right. So, but how long before there's another website that is giving out all your favorite porn stars info on it. Yeah, how long indeed how long indeed or things how long does it take to get to like more common things like google or or something like that where we all use it and we all like offer some kind of personal information on there yeah and we pretty much already do we it's pretty much already do but it's only a matter of time before one of those get breached or hacked hacked facebook and, or yeah well, shit, it's just horrifying, but yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of that stuff. I don't, I've got a Facebook for work and mm. I've got a Marco Polo and I kind of have a Snapchat, but I haven't like used it for a few years and I really don't do social media other than that. Kind of partly for that reason. I'm a little, I'm not like a conspiracy theorist about it, but I just don't feel comfortable having like my information out in the open Giving social it social media is stupid, anyway. yeah. And I don't like social media. Anyway. I deleted like, mine a couple weeks ago and then was like, damn it, I need it for work. Like, absolutely need it for work because we're freaking supervisors, so, so I had to like re download it. 
Yeah. And why, why for work do you need it? It makes no sense. Our work <laughs> schedule is posted on Facebook every day. That's hilarious. Because the time changes so often that, like, they think it's the most reliable way to get it updated. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Don't start down this path. We could go at it if you want, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, you said you don't want to be a, cons- like, conspiracy theorist about it, but well, the th- it's yeah. like, what was conspiracy theory five years ago is now just, like, common knowledge. We know that these apps are programming the shit out of us, for lack of better yeah. words, which sounds like a crazy Alex Jones thing to say, but I, that's why I deleted my Facebook. Instead of, I kept deactivating it, mm-hmm. and I would go through this period of, you would see mm-hmm. me. Yeah. How often was You'd I... You'd send me a request. On, <laughs> on, well, not just that, not just when I created oh, yeah, a new yeah, one, yeah, yeah. but what about, like, deactivations? Mm-hmm. I'd be active, and then, because that was my only way to try to stop using mm-hmm. And finally, I just had to delete it all together, and it's it's freeing. And the addiction of just opening it on your phone, Yeah, I found that, and I replaced it with, of all things, a Looney Tunes game. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my uh, methadone to get mm-hmm. off of Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. You know which game I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about? And that, I, like, I, I'm like, great, I'm not worrying about Facebook, but then... I'm trying to f- get the next character, get my, and I'm like, like hmm, Earthlings. <laughs> well, yeah, and I'm like, dude, I don't need like a seventh Porky the Pig, like a farmer. Porky yeah, pig. you do. I really don't. So I had to get delete that Spider Verse one, buddy. Uh, wait, no, they have a what? They don't. Do they? I don't know. <laughs> Only one way to find out, Jesse. <laughs> stop. Don't tempt me. I have the Rick and Morty game on my phone. That's as far the as I Pocket Mortys. Yes. Because it's, it's. I mean, now now I'm getting involved. See? That's what I'm talking I'm, about. I, I just want all the bullshit conversation. Like, you guys I'm talk like, about your like politics and all that, and I'm like, what? What about? We're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Rick and Morty now. Morty, not do your do a Rick voice. Give us your was. best Rick. I just was. I was just doing it. That was it. Yeah, I'll oh. do it later when we're, we're not like the pressure's not on. Okay. Pressure. Pressure. Like, oh, jeez, I can do a Morty any time, though, bro. <laughs> uh, no, I, I must know how few people feel when I do impressions. <laughs> oh, thanks. I mean, I'm like, oh, is that what it's like? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> is that what it's like when I do my Matthew McConaughey? All right, all right. <laughs> nope, nope. No, that's good. Nah. good too. That wasn't bad. It was good. It was it was it was a rough one too. It wasn't worked out. Who's okay? Is he for real teaching theater arts at the University of Texas now? Is he? I mean, he went there. Yeah, but I, I just heard like, that he was like starting to teach there now. I mean, maybe. I mean, you have the fancy. We can see you doing it thing, but I guess I'll do it. Oh me? <laughs> Shit, my bad. I don't know, maybe. Uh, Let's race. <laughs> Here's my here's why I didn't Joins want to try because I have no College idea how to faculty. spell McConaughey. Yeah, August twenty eighth of twenty nineteen. <laughs> he joins the yeah. He is. Yeah. That's cool. It says he like a just a full time legit teacher though. Says joins Moody College faculty <coughs> uh, in recognition of his outstanding work as a teacher and mentor to University of Texas students and with respect to his career as an award winning actor and producer. Matthew McConaughey, all right, all right, all right, all right has all been right. appointed as a professor of practice at the Moody College of Communication starting in the fall 2019 term. Uh, yeah. Well, 
He said, it's the class I wish I could have had when I was in film school. Working in the classroom with these students gives me a chance to prepare them. I just want to show how I tried to spell McConaughey. Not to mention... I'm I mean, you struggle, with, you struggle with asteroids, so... <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. When phones are doing Matthew McConaughey. 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 Matthew McConaughey is teaching in Texas. Why do I keep going to HuffPost and I'm talking shit about liberals? <laughs> Oh, in any case. I mean, that's cool, but do you think he'd be a good teacher? <laughs> I personally am not a huge fan of McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> it's not an issue of uh, if you're a fan, would he be a good teacher? I think... I think it is an issue if you're a fan or not, because I freaking love The Rock, and there's like all this mm-hmm. funny stuff going around about like him and Shapiro running for like president and vice president. I would totally run out. There's nothing funny about that. That's Well, there's some like legitimate groups that were like telling him that they would actually fund his... I've never voted for president in my entire life, and that would be the first vote that I cast in my <laughs> lifetime, would be for The Rock and Ben Shapiro. Did yeah. With no doubt... Right, look, we will out-talk you, outsmart you, and uh, beat your ass if we need to. America. I mean, part of me, though, wonders if Rock gets elected as president, how long before the Camacho comparisons get made? Right? Yeah, exactly. It wasn't his name even Dwayne? I don't... Are, you, are we talking about Idiocracy? Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure... I don't, I don't know. Sure. I don't know what his name was. I just watched it not too long ago, <laughs> and I swear, when I heard Dwayne, I was like... Oh no! <laughs> like that was What's my first thought. I was like, "Oh no!" It's it, well, a prophecy. Thought, right, I yeah. want the rock. It's like that yeah. Simpsons thing with Trump. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah, the Simpsons was so many things. The mm, yeah, Simpsons, that, that particular thing is just funny to me. With even the paper dropping, mm-hmm. so weird. Yeah. Touche. What else? What other trash do you want to talk about other yeah. than The Simpsons, Matthew McConaughey? No, we can get back to <laughs> real stuff. <laughs> trash. Trash talk. I'm just joking. I'm in my pocket, Morty's by myself. Okay, good so... Pokemon I, just, around. I, just, I just thought if I had Matthew McConaughey as a professor, I couldn't take anything he says seriously. That's what I was going to say. Thank you. If just because of... The celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... And if he did even... It's like... It's like he's so famous. It's like nothing that you, not nothing, but almost everything that like you can have that's helpful may not apply to me because mm-hmm. you're so famous. Right. You know, like yeah. it's like Michael Jordan being a president. It's like you're yeah. the best of all time. We know you're better than everybody. Right. You worked your butt off and you like hated yourself if you ever lost. So, like that's part of the reason you're the best of all so time. So basically, you're like, saying you could only talk about the beginning part of your career and other than it, after that, it's like shut the fuck up. Well, I mean, you know. It'd just be interesting to be in that class with him. Exactly. No, I, I, I was thinking the same exact thing, is that the celebrity would get in the way, but maybe I have no idea what I'm talking about. Maybe he would be so serious and... Maybe I'm severely underrating his acting skills. I mean, he's great and <laughs> stellar. I love that movie, but... I'm, I, I'm just sitting here thinking, because obviously this is, like, this is my kind of stuff, is what... I, well, I, I guess I'll just say it this way. What actor would do you think... Would be a good teacher? Yeah. Because, okay, the first person I thought of, which is going to be super weird, is Crispin Hellion Glover. Mm. Yeah, you'd have to just Google him because... But he's such a good actor that... Crispin Glover, are you talking about Marty McFly's dad? Yes. <laughs> I am. <laughs> or Willard. Or... Uh, 
Charlie's Randall. Angels. I remember mm-hmm. him from that. Randall? Grindel. Grindel? Oh, Bale yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. He's just a really good actor, and, yeah. he, and he's really queer, mm-hmm. quirky and weird, and I feel like he's he's one of those. It had to be somebody like that, somebody who like you recognize as being a good actor, but isn't like mm-hmm. this A list people just throwing money at him to like let me see your abs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. well, and that's the other thing is how much of I'm not gonna shit on Matthew McConaughey's acting skills. But I'm not going to say he's good or bad. No, but I'm going to say how many of his roles. No, because here's the thing. I don't know if you saw Dallas Buyers Club. Did you? No, but I'm aware of it. <laughs> that was a that was a good fucking movie, dude. It was awesome, and he he had me sold in that one. So yeah. I've seen him in a movie or two where I'm like, okay, okay. But a majority of his roles have been him hired to be Matthew McConaughey, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you're saying, how much of his advice would you be like maybe that works for you matthew right <laughs> all right all right i mean maybe this another isn't the best Matt. comparison but like he's another one he's awesome in is true detective okay but like seeing i've heard that's awesome yeah. but so like woody harrelson pretty much every movie he's in now he's woody harrelson he's like a yeah. version of himself yeah it feels like matthew mcconaughey is like either in interstellar and he's like that was another or, awesome one or he's thank you Matthew McConaughey. Right. You yep. know what I mean? Like yep. it's like he's he's got like this really super interesting part or he's like a version of himself. Yep. It's it's like there's not a whole lot of actors. Okay, so like then that. who's your favorite actor and or actress? I've okay, well wait, before I answer that, this, so. I I don't know who would be a good teacher, but I was going yeah. I, I thought of another one that would be a bad one like him and that was Jeff Daniels. <laughs> so I was like he is an awesome actor and Think we saw to, your butt on Dumb and Dumber, dude. <laughs> well, and think back to classic young Jeff Reynolds. Or Jeff... Oh, wait. Wait, who are we talking about Jeff Daniels? No, not Jeff Daniels. Um, Burt Reynolds? No. Okay, I'll stop talking. Jeff, uh... Oh, my God. Why did I say Daniels? What is he from? The dude. Oh, oh um... Jeff... Mm. Not Bridges. Bridges? Yeah. Jeff Bridges? Yeah. I'm afraid to say yes, honestly. Either way, you know who the hell I'm talking about. I'm talking about the dude. Yeah, Jeff Bridges. I think you're right. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Why does it feel so wrong? I don't know. <laughs> no, no. We were <laughs> also we timid. Jeff, we said Jeff Daniels too many damn times. <laughs> now we're yes. like, I think it's Jeff Dunham. Okay, yeah. Well, Final answer. It's Jeff Bridges. Either way, Jeff Bridges or Daniels, I think the answer <laughs> works. They would both be there. <laughs> All right. Anyway, favorite actor? Michael Fassbender. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Fleep is Michael Fassbender. He's in a million different things. He's in Prometheus. He's yes. in never seen it. Alien um, Covenant, obviously. Uh, he was in, in Assassin's Creed. Assassin's never Creed. Seen it. Uh, never seen it. Three hundred. He's okay. Uh, he's freaking Magneto and all the new. Saw it when I was a teenager. Yeah, the newer no, Magneto. Just, yeah, the newer Magneto. Still haven't seen it. <laughs> Glorious Bastards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, where? He's the British guy that like says three the wrong way. Oh, okay. I didn't even I forgot about that one. But that see what but what we just did there is my point. Like it's all over the place. It's like yeah. all these weird, different yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. And he speaks like three languages. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Is this favorite actor or favorite actor for being a teacher still? I was just launching into favorite actors. So okay. I was okay. Curious as what the responses would be. I've got I've got one for each for being a teacher. Tony Shalhoub. I think would be a fantastic oh, teacher. Yeah. And he would just be like a great person to hang around, I think. 
Oh my god, I love him in Galaxy Quest. That's one of my and Monk, Monk is one of my favorite Monk, shows. Yes, dude, I'm, I feel like he's already taught something. Just probably has. maybe <laughs> with that TV show. Has. That's a lesson yeah. in itself. <laughs> <laughs> I love that TV show though. Um, and then I, it's very generic, but I love Tom Hanks. I just oh yeah, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is yeah. I could do without. Yeah. Really? Really? Not movie wise, but well, no, probably at this point. I feel like we we hit a we hit a year where I'm like, after it's like Adam Sandler, dude. After Funny People no. does it. Oh, after Funny start. People, it was that's over. Like I, I don't even know if his stuff on Netflix is good anymore because everybody's saying that it is, but I just refuse to watch it because Funny People was so. Then don't talk shit until bad. you watch. You you can't talk. Shit. <laughs> funny I can do people, whatever I want. <laughs> funny People was so effing bad, but that wasn't yeah. just Adam Sandler's fault. <laughs> That was a whole comedy cast ensemble that was just you three should never work together. <laughs> right, this the is hell not was that. Yes, no. I do like phone wallet keys though. Adam Sandler's new one with um, Jennifer Aniston. It's not awesome. All right, it's not. But like it's her. classic <laughs> Adam Sandler. You don't like her either. No, I don't like oh, her either. Oh, that's, that's a total really miss. Sure. You don't like Jennifer Aniston? <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Oh, I'm not saying no she's more my questions. favorite actress. <laughs> she, she's not my favorite I, actress, but how do you not I like her? I just don't. I don't, I don't know why. It's about she, her face and Julia Roberts. Gross. I, really? Julia Roberts grossed me out ever since I saw her armpit hair. That's all it was as a kid, but it did it for me. I was like, no way. Sorry. It's not misogynistic at all. <laughs> um, yeah. I agree with Julia Roberts, so I never understood. Yeah. Really? Yep, not a fan. Pretty Woman? No? That's a classic. You guys are fucked up. I'm a monster. Okay, favorite actor uh, for me, Kieran Culkin, hands down. He's my okay. favorite Culkin brother. Igby Goes Down is my probably my favorite movie of all time. Very uh, teenage existential, angsty, growing up movie. Igby Goes Down. Huh. About a rich kid who hates his mom, whose brother's a prick. Nothing I could relate to at all. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> wasn't rich, but privileged enough. Um. So, when was that movie from? How old is it? It's 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 older, and it was more of an indie film. It was um, I, I want to say Lionsgate maybe. Okay. But it was it had his mom was Susan Sarandon, his dad was Bill Pullman. Yeah, I like okay. And then his godfather, who was fucking his mom and actually turns out to be his real dad, was Jeff Goldblum. Whoa. Yeah. And then this artist chick that he hooks up with, who and uh, Jeff Goldblum's fucking also, um, was, um, damn, I'm forgetting her name, but she was a famous one, too, from... Um, Damn it. Analyze. Do you guys remember Analyze, analyze this or yeah, Analyze, analyze that. this? Who's the hot chick who showed her tits in that movie? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the uh, only way I remember. I remember. Last time I saw that movie was as a teenager. Lo- yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to have to look her up. Damn it. But anyways, <laughs> hell of a cast. Uh, good movie. Um, oh, and his brother was Ryan... Curly hair, blonde, and a lot of like. Felipe. Yes. Yep. So. Okay, so Kieran Culkin. But what other movies has 
have you been in? Karen Culkin. Okay. Um, Scott Pilgrim oh, saves the world. He's a gay <laughs> roommate, right? Um, not a lot. Not a lot. But he was in when he was a little kid. He was in my favorite. So this is probably where it started for me. My favorite book as a kid was Freak the Mighty. Ever heard of it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Freak the Mighty, when it got turned into a movie, was played by Kieran Culkin. He was the little freak kid. Right. Um, so I loved him then. Man, but then. It's been, since that movie came out, it's, it's how long it's been since I've even probably thought about that. You would have been... A wee lad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of didn't want to say it. Because <laughs> then I started dating myself. Uh, Wait, how old's that guy? Now I know. Don't now worry you about it. How old Braden is. I'm like, um... <laughs> do, I, do I guess? Not for me to say. I, I don't can know. Drive myself home. Let's, <laughs> let's hear. Let's hear your favorite actor first, and then maybe that'll give me a clue as to how I can. Um, I like Tom Hanks a lot, but yes, okay. Um, we get it. Tom Hanks rule. <laughs> let's see. Who else do? Okay, favorite Tom oh. Hanks movie. I mean, Forrest Gump is like one of the mm-hmm. best movies of all time. It's yeah. one of my it, favorite movies of all time. Hands it, down. Yeah. I went years between seeing that as a kid because then it's like, it, we, for whatever reason, we watched it a lot in like school. Like, yeah. We, whatever really? reason. Yeah. School? Yeah. That's a, I feel like, especially with. Yeah, because know, there's like I'm, historical events in it or something? No, no, like, no. Like it was like. A, not only that, but Jenny's a whore. It's Rhea Vista. So, I mean, you know who you are. Like, they're setting the standards yeah. that they were doing. <laughs> Girls, this is... <laughs> better be sneaking out of that trailer by the time you're... Before you're double digits. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> no, but it was like from whenever I was little and, and or younger, and then it was years. And then I watched it again, and I was like, holy crap, he's like a superhero. Like, you watch that movie, Forrest Gump. In Forrest Gump? Yeah. yeah. Like Forrest Gump is like a superhero. Like, you right. watch this movie, and you're like... When somebody says, who's your favorite superhero, you should say Forrest Gump now. <laughs> yeah. And then Colossus, Nightcrawler, whoever. That's So let me tell you how much I love that movie, Forrest Gump. You know how fucked up I get over girls, right? What? Yeah, I know. For any case, he hasn't told you. He doesn't yet. But. I'm a bit of a shit show. Um, emotional guy, maybe borderline personality disorder. That's my self-diagnosis so far. Um can't hold down a relationship, and every girl I've been with is like, maybe you're bipolar or something. Anyways, how long have I? How long do I go talking about a girl after? Like, how long did I talk about Danny when I worked with you at Big Lots? The entire time we worked at Big Lots, at least over a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's what I was yeah. going to say. Is like like, about a year. Inability to move on mm-hmm. from emotional attachment. Anyways, that movie was one of our favorite movies together. Mm. And I could still watch that movie after she left because I was like, <laughs> of like all this shit, I I get messed up over girls. I can't listen to music. I can't mm-hmm. go to this place uh-huh. anymore. I can't yeah. use that product because I think that's you're in good she, company. Yeah. Yes, really? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, you are. There you go. I yeah. can still watch Forrest Gump. But you're like, you're not taking this from me. That and Joe Dirt. <laughs> what a combination. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're kind of the same movie. They are. Joe Dirt's a great taken, movie. Joe. <laughs> oh my god. No, no. Better yet, picture Forrest Gump. One, I got the poo on me. 
<laughs> I said, you're my cousin. Yeah, Jimmy was his cousin <laughs> after all these years. That's, that's the truth. Truth is out. See, and this is why I need to do podcasts with other people. My face hurts for smiling so hard right now. Uh, okay. We, we established Forrest uh, Gump is a great movie. Tom Hanks is the best actor ever. <laughs> but who's your favorite actor? Other but than who that? the hell is your favorite? Who else? Like, unsung hero, we should say. Okay. Ooh. Unsung hero. Mm. Mm, I gotta think of, like, a movie that I really like or, like, a part that I really like. Um, I want to throw this out there before I forget. And we don't okay. have to talk about it, but I've been thinking about this movie a lot lately, and I think you two would enjoy it. And maybe our viewers as well. <laughs> a scanner darkly. Oh yeah, no, I've dude. Is that on? The only Netflix? thing about you dropping that movie on me, Austin. I think I've seen this. You have? I think I've seen it. Uh, yeah. Robert. Well, the easiest way to explain it is that is that it's like it's been filmed and then drawn over. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Woody uh, Harrelson. Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson. Um, isn't uh, the the girl? From uh, Judd. Or, uh, oh, is it Winona? Winona Judd, yeah, I think so. Or, or is, it, no. is that the right name? Ash, Ashley Judd? Winona Ryder? Winona Ryder. Thank uh, you. Yeah, what? That's so bad with names We're today. just mixing the matches. Either way, the only thing about you dropping that movie on me, Austin, is I'm like, I look at you and I go, Austin, you haven't seen that movie yet. Okay, but I have. <laughs> but you haven't seen that movie on Shrooms. Oh my God. <laughs> so, you know, I realized right before you said it. <laughs> what? You don't know that. <laughs> I have a suspicion. Yeah, no, it's, right. that's a that's that's actually one I need to watch sober. <laughs> and apparently, I need to do the opposite. Just get together. You watch it sober. I'll do shrooms. We'll make a date. You can have popcorn. <laughs> nice neutral guy. Uh, Brayden, I don't know how comfortable you are sharing your history of uh, substances on <laughs> on air with the public, but. Well, yeah, now with I've never freaking... done shrooms. Not, never done it. Never? Not once, no. But, I mean, there's curiosity there for sure. But. That's one. Uh, we go on. I could yeah. go on and tell my stories about that. But that's one I want to get my mom to do before she goes. Yeah. Because she's a hardcore hippie already. She meditates. She does Reiki. I don't know if you know what that is. But it's like she massages people energy people's energy with crystals the baha'i is from your mom then yes okay yeah so she's the one i'm like you need to try this before you go because i feel like she gets it but i don't know i don't know it's a and then everything affects everyone differently yeah maybe it would mess with some people and what it did for me it might not do for (laughs) others but like (laughs) what's that (laughs) don't worry about it (laughs) No, no, no. no. <laughs> Brayden's like it's, it's one of my whole favorite thing. YouTube, one of my favorite videos. I don't even know if it's on YouTube. I found it on Reddit, but it just, he finds this stuff on Reddit and sends it to I'm, me. Okay, and I'm coming. the type of person that, which is good for the way we are. I can't watch something without falling it the whole way through. And this particular damn video clearly is cut off right before it gets really good. <laughs> it bothers me so bad. Yeah. But the whole video is hilarious. Just this dude who's way too high on something. Just, <laughs> and has been way too high and like you can tell like the cops are there and everybody from around who's been watching is like there. Oh, no. And he's like just like not even talking anymore. He's just like mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but he's on the ground. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's like, crab, crab walking. walking. He's yeah. crab walking. Making that sound. <laughs> it's the sound we make what to each other when we're like fed up with it. Too high on what? <laughs> Who knows? Like these days. Like bath salts. Some kind of yeah. stuff he pulled out of his, yeah, his bath. No, but it gets to the end where he's clearly about to get tased. And then that's where it ends. And I'm like, I need, oh. to see <laughs> I need to see him get tased. Mm. I know that's awful. Yeah, but I, I enjoy those kind of Reddit videos. I, I send them a bunch of. Um, there's this shared BPM Reddit. They take a, a song and a music video, and then or like a song and a music video with the same beats per minute, and they match it up, and it's hilarious. I think it's so funny. That one is stupid. <laughs> like so, who but of course so, I watch it the whole way through. This is America freaking... with like, call me maybe. It's the same piece per minutes, and it lines up perfectly, and it's pretty hilarious. I can see that being entertaining. Yeah. What was it? Okay, but you sent me. Uh, I sent you a funny one. That that Gwen Stefani shit is bananas song. <laughs> what is that? What's it called? Shit. This is my banana. shit. Yeah. B a n a n a. Yes. Bananas. It's my shit. It's my shit. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of what, how it actually goes, though. Right. Anyway, but it was that song, or was that video with a different song over it? It was with the Seinfeld. Oh, Seinfeld. Yeah, Se- Seinfeld. What? Was the same Am I allowed to play minute. it? Okay, by the way, so about shrooms. <laughs> <Seinfeld>. <laughs> what? No shit. Okay. I won't, I won't try to make this one too long, but. Dexter, what are you doing? He's like, wrecking something. He's doing his own podcast and then chill out. All right. But um, I watched Seinfeld my whole life, right? My mom watched it since I was a little kid. First roommates like I ever had, first place I ever had burned down, and then I lived with some people on their couch after that. That's a whole other story. But I'm going to write something down. Ron was a huge Seinfeld fan, so I watched Seinfeld for years because it's all he watched. So I'd seen so much Seinfeld. It wasn't until... One day, one night in Denver, I lived in Denver for a year. I worked okay. in a head shop. A guy that made pipes for the shop just one day was like, here, have these. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, thanks, and stuck them away somewhere I don't know where until one day I was like, oh, I still have these. <laughs> Took shrooms and sat on the couch and watched TV, particularly Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> and this 30-minute episode about... George double parking out front and Jerry like not. Do you know which episode I'm talking about? Any Some of the Seinfeld one fans. I'm a fan. I don't know. Which there's one about there's one where it's like there's a big thing about being double parked, but they're like stuck in, and the guy there's they're not the ones that double parked. It ends up being Saddam Hussein. Is that the one you're talking about? No. Damn it, that would have been a good one. <laughs> this is, I think, George is double parked, and he's telling Jerry to watch his car or something. And Jerry's like, yeah, whatever. And then George's car's getting towed away, and he's like, Jerry, why well, didn't you help me out? You know what I mean? You're supposed to be watching my car, but Jerry was busy with someone else on the other side of his apartment. I can't yeah. remember all the details. But all I remember is the point was friendship. Mm-hmm. Basically what I got from it is, like, friends are there. And this is a thing my dad told me my whole life growing up, which is probably why I don't have many friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Because I have literally a <laughs> lifetime of him going, friends are there when it's convenient for them, Jess. Mm-hmm. And this episode, though, was all about that. About, like, Jerry and George are best friends till the end, right? But Jerry was like, give me no bullshit, I can't dude. watch your car right now, George. Like, it's not yeah. my car to watch. And I had had so much 
I had so much anger, so much disappointment with friends, so mm. much resentment towards friends because I was always priding myself on being such a good friend, so loyal and so diehard and blah, 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 and I've never met a friend. Uh, uh, exception. Uh, I'm present. all right. <laughs> that, uh, but you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> It's like, forgive, uh, forgive me a cruel chuckle. <laughs> Proceed, Jesse. <laughs> that, was, that was his, I know you're fishing for compliments. <laughs> and I'm going to let that bait pass me by. Whatever. It was just so Ochoa. <laughs> That's why I love but, um, it. But it just helped me release all that angst and resentment. and Because I, I realized, like, oh, it's not my friend's responsibility to make the world a better place for me sort of thing sure. i guess it's yeah. like friends are there and it's great to have friends but mm-hmm. your happiness shouldn't revolve around them like you should be independent of yourself and right blah, 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 blah. yeah that's a super important lesson just for everybody though i think like just the idea of you're responsible for your own happiness not anybody else <laughs> i had to learn that too honestly. i still haven't like, got the hang of it i haven't got the hang of it either like i but i i yeah i find myself relying on friends or family at times too much to like get that little spurt or whatever when it's like you're capable of controlling that as well yeah Yeah. my thought on that is that it's and i've said this for the last couple of years is that you don't rely on any external source for happiness because things can be taken away from you and Mm -hmm. i think my personal thought on it is that we forget that people can be taken away from us as well whether by death whether by the just personal choice, whether by our personal choice, yeah. you know, like we put all of our happiness into other people just as much as like, uh, just stuff. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, it's just, I don't know. We were, we were talking about this recently too. Um, have had friends tell me about like this, um, it's like God shaped hole inside of you that basically we try to fill with other things. And what we, what I was bringing to the table with, Braden was that doesn't necessarily need to be a God-shaped hole, but whatever it is, it's like whatever it is. If it's a circle and you're trying to put a freaking triangle in there, it's not gonna go. And and this has been my thing lately because I think we've talked about this too, right? Have we? Because that's a hundred percent the journey that I'm on right now. Because with again with my most recent ex-girlfriend, Braden, mm-hmm. I got up to over this uh, last girl. Um, we're going on a year mm-hmm. since we've been broken up, but that's the issue I found at that time. She, it's funny because it started to, we were together a short time, and it started with how do you feel about God or Jesus and sort of thing. I have this cross hanging from my rearview mirror mm-hmm. that my grandma gave me that I've always had there just because she gave it to me and good luck, whatever. Yeah. I've totaled how many cars in the last few years and I'm still here, so I might be, maybe. Um, <laughs> He's doing something. He's the saint of miracles, I think. So, I think thanks, you Grandma. Put, you need to put a Saint Christopher up there. Is what you need. That's saint of passage. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. What am I trying to do? Pass on, and then? Well, yeah, you might not. I yeah. don't know. I don't, I'm not Catholic. Be careful. So. <laughs> I don't know which one this is. I'm but, Joe so said. But so she basically pointed and was like, "What do you think?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I believe in the universe. I think you know Austin yeah. at this point." that's where you knew I was at was like the universe was my God. Mm -hmm. I believe in something bigger than me, this eternal 
existence that we can't control and if we were gone tomorrow if the earth was gone tomorrow there would still be this existence beyond us that's what i believed was god Mm -hmm. and then i go through this heartbreak and i'm like oh no what do i do i find god right but i started out sort of in vain for lack of better words using god's name in vain and and the fact that like i was trying to use it to get her back Mm. because i knew i knew i had issues and still do and and i knew uh knew it had become apparent to her too so i'm like how am i going to patch this hole up Mm -hmm. and my approach was like hey i know i've got and the way i've said it was like i've got a god-shaped hole in my heart and i'm trying to fill it with you and i know now that and then I sort of dismissed this train of thought with the fact that I was doing it trying to get her back, but like it was all pretty true. I had a God-shaped hole in my heart that, or again, whatever shaped hole in my mm-hmm. heart that I was trying to stuff her into, and it was like we were just saying, no, no person is going to fulfill your happiness. And um, luckily enough, with her still gone, mm-hmm. I moved down the God path, uh, lucky or not, but that's where I'm at now reading Jesus calling every day and questioning my faith every day. Who's so. Beelzebub, yeah. Ocho? <laughs> you mean, you're talking about the guy from that uh, Queen song? <laughs> you're like, I don't think I am, That's am I? One. Like, I don't know. Are you? Yes. <laughs> you're a musician. I think that you probably are. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. you're, you're I'm like, approaching thanks, Jesus thanks, with the education of like, <laughs> A stone. <laughs> like, what diet? What diet, Jesus? <laughs> what this? Like, I just, just within the last couple months, was like, wow, all these guys pretty much give the same account. Like, it's strange. Like, they're all sort of saying the same thing. And then, like, you come, I come to learn. It's like, yeah, they're all telling the story of Jesus in their own way, dumbass. Like, they're all telling the same story. Wait, this guy started over. What does that mean? <laughs> He's dumb. Well, I'm just like, man, this passage from Mark really I sounds felt... like that passage from Luke. <laughs> I feel like I read this before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just... uh, uh, yeah, good stuff. That's... Turtle in the news. He doesn't know about your. You, you, you just tried to throw out. That's so why I wrote it down. You oh tried to throw out there God. like, I had an apartment that caught on fire, and I'm like, Turtle! Because these are stories that if anyone's watching this, they probably already know me, possibly, unless they're watching this because uh, for y'all. Um, but <laughs> either way, we should do. I want to hear. It's a good story. I know, but it's like over I'm so lost right now. I tell it like. Okay, so. <laughs> I just remember you telling me this story in Big Lots and being like, I fucking love this dude. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, here's my thing. I'm going to try to tell this story with some levity and humor. Because if I was ever a stand-up comedian, this is what needs to go on stage. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So, but the problem is, here's here's my problem, is I want to be a stand-up comedian, but I'm just now finding I'm really not that fucking funny. (laughs) I think I'm way funnier than I am. Only one way to find out. I say something I think's funny, it's... Have you seen that Mike Birbiglia movie? <laughs> the what, what, what? Mike Birbiglia. Mike, Mike Birbiglia. 
He's a comedian. I know who he is, but I'm yeah, sure. he's got a he's got a movie that's about that. It's about him starting to be a can- oh nice stand up comedian, and like, you know, you're really funny. You should be you know like have you ever thought about doing stand up and like that kind of like joke in the back of his head like kind of what spurred him on to. I don't know if that's like his true story, but in the movie, that's what the guys and he like shows him like slugging it out in the nightclub, like getting just like laughed off stage <laughs> and heckled off. And I could see that. <laughs> but I, it's I a love good it. movie. I love you the check dude, it out. But I could totally um, see that. Well, and that's what I hear from being such a fan of stand-up comedy is like, oh, your first seven, eight years are gonna suck. Right? Yeah, you're gonna suck. <laughs> it's just a matter of figuring it out and continuing to do it. And I'm like. Dude, I can't stick it out at a job for more than six months. How the fuck am I going to suffer for seven years? I'm not going to make it seven, eight minutes if they don't laugh. What are you talking about seven, eight years? Who knows, man? It sounds like that's what all those, a lot of successful stand-ups, though. Yeah. You know? Maybe you yeah. should give it a shot. Are we doing that with our hair now? Is that what we're doing? Oh, yeah. uh, what? What? Flipping the hair? Uh, showing off the locks? It's, it's all messed up right now. <laughs> Here, so fix messy. it for me. Are you jealous? Fix oh, it will. for me, I'll Austin. Fix that shit so fast. Am I jealous? Yes, clearly. <laughs> Wait, I have no problem saying that. He knows this. I'm like, he'll mess with his hair. I'm like, you are no. an asshole. I'm jealous too. Though. If I had hair like yours, I'd have a ponytail. Because I have. I don't ju- want to hear shit from you either. <laughs> I have, but you. Well, know, like, I'm sitting here with like the two people. Uh, my friends have the best hair. I don't want to hear a damn thing. I have a thick head of hair, but you know, I have a Jufro. And that's why I gotta keep like this short fade to look good <laughs> because I try to grow my hair. You no, remember you when I grew my hair at Big Lots? Growed. Growed. <laughs> I remember you growed I, it. <laughs> but you remember when I tried, right? And I'd have to wear a hat. I have to wear a hat oh, for yeah. at least two hours to make my hair sit down anywhere near yours. <laughs> because if I don't, there's this hilarious. You want to talk hilarious? There's a picture of me senior year. My girlfriend was like a junior or whatever at the time, but she was my high school sweetheart. Blah blah blah. And it's Christmas time. I'm at her place wearing like a Christmas sweater and I was trying to grow my hair long at the time and it was long, but I always had to wear a hat again for however all day at school to keep it packed down to like hug my face. So for (laughs) this night, I basically get out of the shower and I just like throw hair gel or whatever in my hair and I'm like trying, I'm like, I'm going to go natural look tonight, right? So I like part my hair down the middle and gel it. And that, well, it's like a matter of an hour and a half before the gel has just given up. Given up, <laughs> and my hair looks like fucking Bozo the Clown. Down the yeah. So I was laughing at like, That's what you were gonna say. I look like you. You know. You know the singer from Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I look like him, but in, instead of big and like a big face and body to fit that kind of hair, just this tiny little thing <laughs> under this. Umbrella of fro. So nice. That's so you're just running around. Good eye sniper. I <laughs> shoot you right. Or um, dude, is that the guy from Cohen and Campia? Looks like him. See, and I was I was gonna start singing um, the other one that I told you you need to listen to from their new CD, but mm. I can't off the top of my head. I'm, point is, I'm jealous of your hair too. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Everybody says that, but then the, he knows this. As, as soon as it starts to grow out, it just. It doesn't get long. It just gets big. It becomes yeah. like a mullet, perm kind of thing. It's really awesome when not bringing it up, but when we're at work and he's all stressed out, then it's like, because ah! I can't give off that vibe whenever I'm like trying to get shit done. But you look at Braden and he's like, <laughs> go shit, get it in the cars. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, people like will look at me and just laugh at me sometimes. Braden needs help over here. <laughs> you haven't even talked to him yet. 
Uh, Turtle news. Go check on Braden. That's funny because I uh, you painted a picture in my mind. That was good, that was good podcast material right Thanks. there. You're welcome. I tell your turtle story, damn it. Okay, so hold on before I tell the story. Tell him why you love the story while okay. I grab the story, just so you know on I'm this? Not talking out my ass. Yep. Okay. Oh, my bad. I love the story because. When we met at Big Lots and are like just BSing, like mm-hmm. throwing packages, you're talking about the cosmos. <laughs> it's like it's the weirdest place to be like talking about like big yeah. shit while you're just like doing this mind numbing right. job that we're both painfully aware of. And yes, I have it that accessible. Yes. I'm just like around the corner and back. <laughs> well, didn't you show me a video? Uh, did, I swear yes. you, you should. Okay. Yep. So. So. So I, I loved it just because he's like, I don't know Jesse, and, and I think you we I think we discussed this at one point about how we thought that we weren't going to get along at first or something. Or you, no, you said you didn't talk to me on purpose. Yeah. No, I, I legit, hold on. I just realized maybe having that shut the whole time would have helped with like the audio part of the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get to an hour I, in and I realize that. I about like I went to, uh, engineer, or I, I went to audio engineering school for... Two weeks and then got to DUI, and that's a true story too. So anyway, <laughs> um, when we first started working together, I thought he was an, an asshole. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I am an asshole. Yeah, technically. Right. Yeah, yeah, but Te- technically, that's fine. I guess uh, uninteresting asshole. Ooh. Now that I cannot Burn. abide, sir. Burn. No, I just I don't know. Same thing, but again, I say the same thing about. <laughs> yeah. About who? <laughs> so there's another coworker of ours that he's not the biggest fan of, but he'll say, "No, I have no problem with them." And he, the other guy will say the same, but they never got along in any way. And there's no fucking way we like talk to each other, or, like put us in the same room now. But we don't have like a problem with each other at the same time. Yeah, it's it's an interesting. <clears throat> uh huh. But he's like, I'd like to do a podcast with both of you. It's like, yeah, you're fucking mine. It's <laughs> so bad. That'd be interesting. And it would be the most awkward. <laughs> You'd just be like, go. I'll um, watch. No, I think it would be more like trying to pull blood from a stone. Like, you'd both be so stoic and serious. And it would take so much to get you guys to lighten up around each other is what I feel like. You're probably right. Um. And for whatever reason, that's the way their chemistry is. And I felt the same way about this guy as I did Austin mm-hmm. or Ochoa. <laughs> and again, same thing. So when I met you, I just called him by his first name and he never corrected me. And I think at some point you were like, yeah, I really don't like being called by my first name. <laughs> never stuck. I still. <laughs> You're like, okay, Austin. <laughs> I probably literally did. Just this guy keep... throwing out some weird O name like it's real. <laughs> It's a fake name. (laughs) But I didn't like this other guy either. I didn't... When I first... I was like, ah, I'll never be friends. And then they both became the two people that I was closest with there. Yeah, Uh because then you realize that you and I have to be... Specifically, you and I are like literally working right next to each other for like five, six hours overnight. And you're like, oh, I guess I'll talk to him. (laughs) Is that really how it worked just eventually started talking here's okay so if i can accurately remember in my mind which is pretty hard because memories suck a my memory really sucks b but his dad worked there first right yeah for like a hot minute yeah 
And his dad is even more stoic and serious looking than him. I've heard. I've never met his dad. but And a really nice guy, apparently. Mm-hmm. And the few times we did talk, he mm-hmm. was always a sweetheart to me. Mm-hmm. So I had no reason to be hesitant of him, but I just was. Because he works out. We talked yeah, about he's this. He's a big old he's bald-headed, a... unapproachable dude. Yes. <laughs> and so then his son starts working there. Even taller than he is. Yeah. Just as big as he is, tattooed and bald head. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I just never talked to him for the fact of it wasn't, I didn't even think that I didn't like you. It was just, I. Scary. Was. <laughs> scary to you, bitch. Scary. No. Okay, I was scared. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> Whatever. Um. My point of that was just to say we had an interesting evolution of going from whatever the reason was you not talking to me to us talking to us talking about serious stuff. And then one day you're like, dude, when I lived in Colorado, my apartment caught on fire and I had to bring my turtle outside. And I'm like, pause, rewind. I need some more detailed explanation. Okay, and so again, this goes into a part of my personality that A is why I don't have many friends. <laughs> B is why I have such high anxiety, probably, because I come home and I overanalyze everything I've said for the day. Like, oh, why did I say this to that person? Or I can't believe I said that to that person. And I am so hard on myself. And... You got that Catholic guilt without being Catholic. I was baptized Catholic as a baby. Oh, shit, Maybe that shit it. stuck you got with that me. Catholic yeah. guilt, they son. They sprayed that water on me and it never said, washed off. No, I'm gonna watch everything I say to everyone, <laughs> dude. But that's, that's why I'm just like, wah, 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 but <laughs> why a podcast is so good for me is because I'm that way. Is I that's I have the issue of the anxiety that uh-huh. I have to deal with afterward. But it's a way to cope with it. At the time. Yeah. I just spill everything out to you, right? Point in case for the year after my girlfriend broke up with me. Normal people don't, 11 months after their girlfriends left, still be like, man, Austin, if she came back tomorrow, you know, I think I might go visit her and like crazy shit, right? That normal people don't. I'm, I'm stuck in the apple juice going, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about Gaia, Mother Earth. Are you changing gears on me, You're bro? probably stuck in the apple juice going like, man, dude, for the 10th month in a row now, <laughs> it's over. Yeah, She's man. not coming no. <laughs> So I just have no issue. I'm too transparent. I have no filter, and that's why a podcast is perfect for me. So... To the story. <sighs> Hold on. Because now I, I'm still trying to think of how I got to telling you the story. No I'm like, <laughs> I think we talked about religion first. We talked about so much before that. Because that's when I realized, like, oh, okay, I could tell this dude. Because, okay. You guys are just waiting on the story. I see, I see these eyes. <laughs> I, I've heard it. I've heard it. So I'm good. I just <laughs> yeah, but it's still. Looking, it's palpable. Um, okay. <laughs> When was the date? And it was July 5th. I'll never forget July 5th because it was the day after 4th of July. Uh, may or may not have tripped shrooms the night before. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I was going to say, holy crap. I'm just joking. Um, <clears throat> no, actually, I don't think I'm joking. I think I quite literally... Loveland. In Loveland, Colorado, where I was born and raised, there's Lake Loveland right by the high school. And it's where they shoot the fireworks off every year. Uh-huh. 19 years old, I had my own apartment, but I come down to Loveland because I was living in Fort Collins, the town north of where I'm from. 
And I come down to visit my friends from high school, a year out of high school, right? Yeah. And we're going to go to the fireworks right outside where we went to school. We're like, man, let's trip shrooms. It'll be fun. So we trip shrooms. And this ties into the later part of the story for, for a point. Don't even forget that my girlfriend, ex-girlfriend now at the time, the high school sweetheart that I talked about, uh, it was a hellacious, toxic, breakup, makeup, cheating, her cheating on me, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I'm tripping shrooms trying to get her to come visit me. <laughs> While fireworks are going off, I'm sitting in my car. Like, we trip shrooms, and the day progresses enough to where by the time the fireworks are going off, I'm sitting alone in my car, texting my ex-girlfriend, <laughs> trying to get her to come visit me while she's like, no, no, probably not going to happen. No. Okay. Definitely not going to happen. July 5th. I wake up who knows what time. Let's see. It says the fire was reported about 1.40 p.m. So I must have been well drunk enough from the night before, passed out, sleeping in, because I gotta I, go turn the air down. It's getting hot in here. No, no, I had I had just woke up and was basically naked, getting ready to get in the shower. I was getting ready for the day by one p.m. or one thirty p.m. <laughs> What's left of it? And um, and I'm getting ready to get in the shower when. And in this apartment, it's a studio apartment, so to paint you a picture, imagine this is the apartment. <laughs> yeah. This is the front door, and this is the bathroom, and here's the kitchen, and that's literally it. Like, I have a kitchen against the wall, and my bathroom right here. Well, in a little square apartment. Um, and, and the only window is right next to the front door along the front of the apartment. And it is hot in these little studios, so I have the window open, the air blowing, some nice fresh Colorado air in. But as I'm getting in the shower, I'm like, damn, smoke's pouring in. It's It just smells a little smoky. It's not like, oh, fire, blah. Yeah. I'm like, damn, smoke's pouring in. Oh, they must be barbecuing, like, leftovers <laughs> from the 4th of July or whatever. And so I just go to, I think, turn my fan off because the fan was blowing air in. I turn the fan off. I'm still going to get in the shower, and then I notice that smoke's coming in through the window. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck, man? What are, what? So I just go outside to tell him, like, hey, man, your smoke is pouring into my place. Could you move your grill or, like, take your grill down on the curb? Because I'm, if you don't see this picture, I'm the very top corner apartment right there. Okay. Just to give you an idea where the fire broke out, it broke out one apartment below and over from me. Oh, wow, so right underneath you. I come out. And go down the stairs a little bit just to say, hey, what's up, man? Can you can you take your shit on the curb? <laughs> and instead, I find a neighbor running door to door, banging on doors. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And, and he's like, like, would you like to hear about Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> so there's the comedian. That, man, thank that, you. That's not what he was doing. <laughs> uh, how do we throw a Mormon joke in there? <laughs> Coming from why? Why? It's always why. Just get to your bloody story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for interrupting. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> you're like I'll interrupt my damn self. Thank you very much. <laughs> He's running door to door, or she? I want to say it was a she running door to door, banging on doors, and I'm like, "What's going on?" She's like, "I don't know. They took off." I'm like, "Who took off? The people that live there. They just took off running." And I'm like, what "The fuck? Okay." So I know 
on the stairwell, there's a fire extinguisher. So I think I'm going to be a hero. I run, I grab the fire extinguisher, I pull the pin, and I walk up in this apartment, and I can't find a fire. I don't see a fire. I just hear... I just hear crackling, and... Oh, wow. Something's going on, and I'm like, what the... So I pull the pin. I'm trying to spray where I know there's crackling, and nothing's spraying out of this thing. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck? Made in America. So I, Damn it. I literally just dropped the fire extinguisher. I don't even think I dropped it. I set it down, and now... Probably went back out and hung it up nicely. <laughs> Put the yeah. little, now, little where, arm where, thing. Where was, was I? When where I, was came, I? I came back to my apartment like to get what shit I could salvage. Um, it was sitting there, just sitting on the ground, standing up. So anyways, now my next thought comes to the only other living being that I had left in this apartment, because I didn't have a cat at the time, and that's my turtle, Tito. <laughs> Tito! What, what happened? That happened. Tito's <laughs> like... Tito's like, damn it. Sorry about all Are the Are you bumps. doing the story again? Tito, <laughs> the turtle, uh, hey. I, I used to keep him in a tank at the time. He looks unhealthy these days, right? He's getting old and cracking and I don't know, man. He looks like the kraken? He looks, he looks. <laughs> Change camera angle on you. <laughs> Listen, fucker. Are we doing this or not? Uh, I haven't actually ever, of the times I've come over here and everything, I've never actually seen him. So. I want to have Tito. 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 At the time, what kind I of turtle kept in is a tank. Tito? He's an ornate box turtle. Okay. Or tortoise. So people are always like, oh, is he going to get bigger? Like your 150 pound friend. <laughs> your. Yeah. Well, she's not 150 pounds or tortoises. <laughs> I guess step out for a second. Yeah, yeah, go. Beer So I run in there to grab Tito and by the time I grab him out of his tank, because he was in a tank at the time, I didn't have to find him. I knew exactly where he was. Yeah. I run in through my front door, pull him out of the tank, and there's so much smoke now that's filled the front of my apartment that when I go to walk out like I start choking. Holy crap. And I fucking panic. And I do the absolute worst possible thing you can do, and I run backwards. The only place I can run is into my bathroom. I have no windows, no anything. The only window, again, is at the front, right? Uh-huh. Right next to the front door. So I run into the bathroom, and I shut the door. And so I said I was naked getting in the shower at the time, right? Well, because I was naked, I just threw on a pair of shorts that I had, like uh-huh. uh, whatever shoes, and an overcoat. So I'm wearing like a Silent Bob trench coat, <laughs> and I, for whatever reason, had my phone. Because I had grabbed my phone to call 911, actually, when I went to grab Tito, I think. And um, in, in any case, uh-huh. I call my, I hang up and I call my dad. I'm panicking from this bathroom, and I call my dad, and I'm like, Dad, I'm sorry, I'm going to die. Like, this is it. This is. And he's like, oh, my God, what's going on? My dad, at the time... Don't ask me why at 1.30 p.m. on this afternoon. He was just now getting in the shower, but he said he was butt naked, stepping in the shower when I called, and almost didn't answer the phone. Just, like, heard it ring and was like, ah, I'll get it later, but for whatever reason thought, oh, 
Now let me check. Saw it was me. Answers the phone, and I'm freaking out. About yeah. to die, I think, yeah. on the other end. Dad, I'm sorry. This is it. Like this is the end. I I love you so much. And he's like, Jesse, calm down. What's going on? What the? Talk to me. Talk to me, Jesse. I'm like, I, I can't do this, Dad. I'm my apartment's on fire. Someone's apartment below me, and and like my apartment's on fire, and I can't get out. And he goes, just run, like right now, run. All you can do is run. So I crack open the door to the bathroom. I turn my head to look out, right? And out the crack of the door, all I see is my front door, which was still left open, has flames in front of it by now. The window, the only window in the apartment next to the door is... I don't know if you've ever seen glass when it gets really hot and on fire, but it just starts shattering. It's just, uh-huh. and the flames start rolling up my roof, like only some shit I've seen, and I think like Man on Fire or some some movie. Like I've never, and again to this day, hope to never see anything like yeah. this ever again. So the windows shattering, these flames are rolling up, and I slam the door shut. I'm like. Nope, nope, Dad. Nope. <laughs> not running. Not gonna happen. It's not gonna work. And he goes, just jump in the shower. And so I listen to him, and I get in the shower, and I turn on the shower again, trench coat, everything. And I'm like holding the phone out here, and I'm soaking myself head to toe. He's like, soak yourself head to toe. I soak myself head to toe. Meanwhile, I've got Tito like tucked under one arm. <laughs> and so, and then I'm soaked head to toe, and I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> And he goes, run. And he had already said that. Who knows well, how many times. Well, he ripped through this. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> he had wow. already said that. I don't know how many times up to that point. Um, but for whatever reason, at that point, once he said that, I hung up the phone and I ran. And I, with him, I, I pulled the overcoat up over, like, my face. Uh-huh. And I had him tucked under my arm like this. For those that can't hear, because I'm not talking to the microphone, uh, uh, this has got to be a great visual in the podcast. Right? <laughs> so I have the overcoat pulled over my head, trying to protect my face the best I can. I've got him tucked under the overcoat best I can, and so I can't see shit. Well, this little square studio has furniture, and laying in the middle of it, kind of like my place now, right? Yeah. My living room. And so I'm just running through, running into like my table and couch, and I'm blindly just like. Like, I'm fucking NFL. Here's where the joke is. Like, I'm like an NFL running back or something through linebackers. I'm just, like, plowing through furniture. And not even juking, plowing, because I had lumps on my shins, like, for I just kicked my table over out of the way, basically. Because once I ran into it, I just... Yeah, go, move. Kick and flailed to get whatever out of my way until... And I swear to you, as I go through the front door, I see the flames under my feet just rolling up under me and i i run through flames Mm -hmm. and i get out i get out i can't go down this stairwell that i just tried to save the day from before so i go this other way everybody is lined up along the street firemen included and firemen look over and have this look on their face of like what the fuck oh shit (laughs) we missed somebody it's in there (laughs) they had no fucking clue i was in there and so they say, they're like, we did an initial counter or whatever, and like we had no idea you were in there, and we weren't looking for you, and blah, 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 blah. Um, they fr- Yeah, well, and they freak out on me going, 
Did you inhale a flame? Did you inhale a flame? Like, did you breathe in when you ran through the door? Did you breathe in? Like, shaking me and, like, trying to take me to the hospital. Because they're telling me, like, if I breathed in while I was running through, I could have breathed in a flame. And even if I don't feel it now, it could collapse my lungs, like, later that night or some shit like Whoa. that. So they're telling me, you need to go to the hospital. Like, your lungs could collapse any minute or something. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't afford an ambulance or a hospital bill. So I'm like an anxious person. Just, you yeah. could possibly die at any minute tonight. Yeah. yeah. There there is some humor in you running out of a fire that the fireman failed to realize that you were in and then saying, You better go to the hospital right now. You can still die. <laughs> That's exactly what I want to hear, dude. Thanks, That's man. <laughs> like I just saved myself from a fire. I mean, so here's the thing. I I'm if I'm accounting events correctly, my dad, who I call while the fire's happening, right? He's already on his way by the time we've hung up, Yeah, right? sure, yeah. He's on his way from Johnstown, where he's at, to Fort Collins. is about 40 minutes, maybe. Before he gets there, I've already been, like, interrogated by the fire department or whatever, and they're trying to get me to go to the hospital. I've already signed off waivers, and I've done a news story <laughs> where they've stuck a microphone in front of my face, and, like, I, it is the most traumatized video of me where I'm just, like... Uh, well, I smelt smoke, and so I ran to grab my turtle, and then I, I was trapped by the smoke. Didn't I see this? Yeah. Okay, that's, that was what was so funny to me about this, was like, not only you, like, tell me this thing, and then I'm like, bullshit, and then you pull up this video, and in my mind, it's like, just like, this little stoner kid, like... Uh, it was on fire. <laughs> uh, I had to go back and get my turtle, but the fire department didn't know I was in there. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, I was like, "Holy shit, this story is amazing." <laughs> that was a much funnier account of the way it went. Because was... I mean, it's like in my mind, it's obviously a lot more concise. I wasn't there. All I have are like the well, feelings on the subject, and it's a funny account. But I was way more traumatized in the moment. I'm just like, uh, and then there was fire. And I ran. So how how three times like, <laughs> was it? How what's the time like? How fast did that ha- all happen? Like from start of Waking the smoke up, to yeah. I mean, so how accurate is my memory of that? Yeah. I don't know, but it yeah. had to have all taken place within five ten minutes. Me waking up. I mean, I yeah. me from the time I woke up, I don't know, but from the time me getting ready to go in the shower, it was at least. Whoa. Yeah, I'll put it down. There you go, buddy. Just in case we fail to... Don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> that would be... He dies as we're talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> as you're talking about saving him, he's just like, blank. What was cold. that? That was just Tito. Anyway. <laughs> you all right, buddy? You all right, buddy? Tito. Buddy. Get Dexter down there like... <laughs> batting him around. <laughs> So, I mean, maybe five minutes, at most ten minutes. Um, but then again, in, in 30 to 40 minutes, I've like been checked out by EMTs, fire departments tried to pressure me in a hospital. I've done a news story, and it ends up on Fox News, CBS, NBC, all the news stations. This is the front page of the Fort Collins paper. Yeah. That's right, which is front page. <laughs> and this is where I was like, I could never be a celebrity. Because on the news articles on the internet, all people did was talk shit. Uh-huh. And one of the things they were saying is like, how stupid is he to 
soak himself in water. Doesn't he know flames that hot would burn through, uh, dry out the water and burn him like that? Meanwhile, the fire department was like, your dad's a smart man. He probably saved your life. Like, if you would have ran through that in your clothes, you would have caught, caught on, on fire. fire yeah. Soaking yourself in your clothes is the only thing that saved you. That's brilliant. I never would have thought of that, like, right in the moment of it. Like, So, divine intervention. Who knows? Yeah. Call it what you and will. Now, and now we know if we're ever in the same situation. Jump in the shower. Knowing half the battle. G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Some weird 1980s G.I. Joe little bit that they did. God running out of this turtle. And now you know. <laughs> soak yourself like, if you're running through It's a fire. something I'd seen before, at least in movies, where, like, they soaked a rag and breathed through that instead because yeah. it catches more of the whatever i don't know man but that's the story so now conclusion of the story okay. and point of the whole dramatic girlfriend intro guess who called me that same before my fucking dad even gets there yeah the girlfriend yeah she's already called me no i called her because she couldn't have known, like, oh, uh, you were in a fire or whatever. I call her, and I'm like, this just happened, and I'm freaked out. And blah, blah, blah. and she comes, picks me up, and I end up staying with her for the next few weeks. Sneaking, She's sneaking me into her mom's basement until I find out she's cheating on me with another guy. That's another story. So, man, You've lived an interesting life, All sir. that said to say, she didn't give a shit about me until I was like, I just saved my turtle from a fire. And she's like, I'll be there in a second. <laughs> Thanks, Tito. <laughs> Man, that's a crazy story. All 100% true. Man, I got a few of those. I yeah? I got a few of those, yeah. Wow, that was a good one. So did you think of who your favorite celebrity? Yeah. Yo, is um, I think I might have wrangle one. us here. <laughs> wrangle. Um, I mean, Pierce Brosnan. How about we go with that? Oh, yeah. I think Pierce Brosnan's like a great oh, James Mama Bond. Mia. And James Bond. He was the best James Bond in my opinion. He's my favorite. Like, yeah. and people consider He was that, our James Bond. Honestly, the th- he yes, our because it doesn't matter. Like comparisons don't matter. We he's the one that we grew up with. That's true, but I, I don't. know. When you're like impressionable, that's what I should say. Y- yeah, okay, but you, comparisons okay. don't matter. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he was the best. All right, yeah. Daniel Craig's pretty badass. Just like to me, Val Kilmer was the best Batman. And you can't say it was because I was young and impressionable or better. It's like no, Val Kilmer was the best Bruce Wayne. Best Batman, just the they best made the look, most sense. best overall. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. As far as for that. I'm really hoping for Idris Elba to be the next uh, James Bond, though. But it sounds like they're probably going to make James Bond be a woman. Because mm. making him a black guy is not progressive enough? I don't want to say Isn't that. Isn't Idris Elba a black guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's really good, too. Yeah, he would be freaking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not enough. It's, it's not enough. enough, Jesse. It's not enough. <laughs> When will it be enough? Because a full women's Ghostbusters wasn't enough. Hey, we already got the oh, okay. Wachowski brothers, who are now both women, remaking Matrix. And my question is, are they going to say a film by the Wachowski sisters? Wait, wait, wait. Serious wait. question. Are you serious? I swear to God. Wait, wait, wait. Which part of my series? Why would you remake a movie that you've already made? No, they're making another one, right? Uh, well, I don't know. They're making something related to Matrix. The Matrix. They're making another Matrix. Or... They're not remaking. Okay. They're making a Matrix. I think it's four now. Well, it'll be five, including five. the Matrix. Okay, then five. <laughs> I think they're making a, a add-on. 
But what they were there? They were men and now they're women. Mm-hmm. Both of them. Both of them. Both of them. Which, like I said, to me is funny because. I don't even know if I want to start down this path. <laughs> yes, let's start down this path. Just because, like, the mental health that's, to me, mm-hmm. connected with it is super interesting. But then you take a second brother or sibling and do the same thing, and then they both, yeah. instead of being, like, a film by, you know, Austin Ochoa and Eric Ochoa, there's, like, a film by the Ochoa brothers, Right, yeah. so it's like clearly they had they felt like they had some kind of like uh, there. So realistically, I want to yeah. fucking know: Are you yeah. guys gonna put a film by the Wachowski sisters? I, I mean, they know. should. Because if should. they don't, and they put it, it's like a film by Erica Wachowski. I'm gonna be like, what's the deal? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's the deal with that? <laughs> <laughs> that these, that, look, this is the shit that keeps me up at night. I know it's, it's retarded, yeah. but it does. I could just sit there thinking, like, what are they going to do? They well, were men, I mean, and now they're women. <laughs> men, women. What women, are men, they going to call brothers, it? <laughs> I don't know why my Jerry Seinfeld sounds like Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I like Bill Clinton a little bit. What's going on with that? Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a good question, but, though. Like, how does that happen? Like... Do they both find out together that they separately want? <laughs> or maybe they did it for that purpose alone. Maybe one was like, hey, I identify as, I know in my heart I am a woman. And the other one was like, well, you're going to fuck up the name brand. <laughs> like, so now I got to do it too. Just so we, maybe that was it. Yeah, here it yeah. is. Lana Wachowski and Lily Wachowski are American film and TV directors, writers, and producers. The sisters are both trans women, collectively known as the Wachowskis. Oh, so they just dropped so the... Just Other names, collectively, the Wachowski brothers. <laughs> yeah. But hey, we don't identify genders these days. I fucking do. Some bullshit. <laughs> do, do you still have a penis? Yes or no? <laughs> Look, dude, no. Okay, but wait. No. We have some people winning women of the year that still have dicks. That's not cool. Exactly. You should be crazy. mad if you're a woman. I was going to say, uh, yeah. this is this is my issue with what you just said is, do you have a dick or not? Well, does that determine whether you're a man or a woman? Because to me, a guy who's cut off his dick is not now a woman. That's just a guy who's cut off his dick. Also true. Sorry. Transphobic. YouTube's going to throw us <laughs> off now. <laughs> Oops. But Look, there are people that I have personally met that I'm like, ooh, you got dealt a rough hand. Yeah. Like, you should have been a woman. Or the opposite. Like, you should have been a man. Right. And so that, um, there are people like that. that uh, there's one person in particular that... Years ago, I think this story is so funny. Years ago, um, my ex was watching some celebrity. Oh, what's the the one where they go to like uh, counseling or something? Celebrity something. Celebrity counseling. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> we'll go with that. But anyway, she's watching something like that, and and I just walked into the room, and um, I remember Scott Stapp was one of the couples, him and his wife. Oh God, that's gonna be. And uh, and anyway, there was this uh, woman and her boyfriend or whatever. And there's just all these different people, but there's this one woman and her boyfriend, and, and I was just walking by, and there's like a bunch of just unattractive women. And then there was there was still one that was unattractive, but I was like, that's the best looking woman, that whole bunch. And it was a dude? And it was a dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, but then like afterwards, it's like, oh wait, no, you and I have actually had this conversation, because I screwed with everybody at Big Lots about it, about um, 
dude, look at this chick. And everybody's like, oh, she's hot. And I'm like, ha! <laughs> dude! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but my point is, okay, so this woman has gone through everything now to where she's a woman, right? Like, physiologically speaking. Okay. I guess. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We'll... we'll let you say that okay. for all right time being <laughs> just yeah just hear me out my point is people like that that you were dealt a bad hand and then you walk down that path that shit like makes sense to me yeah like it has nothing to do with agreeing or disagreeing at that point to me it's like okay i get it mm-hmm. but like right now well we had a guy at work too that wanted to be a woman i don't know if you still work there at big lots yeah i have the Mm -hmm. same thing going on at my second job right now there's a guy that wants to be a woman's been wearing women's pants he's telling everybody this woman's name wearing lipstick wearing uh perfume all this shit and it's Mm -hmm. like you're my size motherfucker (laughs) your hands are as big as mine you know okay well here's here's the thing for me to be for me to lay it out on the table and i know this is a tired argument People probably already heard where I come from on this if they know me, but anyway. I am not transphobic. I don't think you are either. No. I don't I don't know, Braden. You strike I wouldn't me consider, as a nice enough yeah. guy that you... Right. What people want to do, as long as they're not harming anyone else, right? I would agree with that, yeah. Very libertarian approach. Exactly, yeah. If we're going to label it politically. Yeah, but right. just as long as you're not harming anyone else. The issues I have, and that's the thing, is like, look, if you want me to call you a chick, or even if this guy that looks like a linebacker now wants to be a girl, all right, I'll play along. I'll play along. The issue is when you're, A, passing laws, saying that, oh, it's hate speech if you call that guy a man now. No. Because I should be able to call a real chick in real life a dude or a man without getting labeled hate speech and have to worry about or, legal or shithead or like where do yeah. you draw the line like motherfucker exactly. like <laughs> free speech yeah and of all people he calls lots of people motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen it there's so a, with his hair all disheveled do you know who Yakov Smirnoff is I know the name 100% know the name is a like classic Russian comedian yes in like, uh, Branson yes yeah yeah funny yeah. enough I didn't know that that's I guess where he's based out of mm-hmm. um and he was on Dr. Drew's podcast, which I've been listening to religiously, and he was saying that basically, like, you take away one word, and people don't realize it's a slippery slope, because over in U- the Ukraine, where he was coming from, he had to submit all of his jokes to a committee, and then they said, like, s- he said 75% would get cut, and they'd give, like, 25% back, like, yep, this is what you can say on stage. <laughs> the crappy ones, probably. Yep. Like, <laughs> I don't so, like those. those are filler <laughs> jokes. Literally, and that's... Yeah. Or or here, here's what we want you to say, right. and you have to say it. And right. He's like, you, you people don't understand here in America that you take away one word. How what a slippery slope that is. I don't know. I'm no political genius. Well, okay, so I, be, segue into this conversation that I don't even know if it's true or not, but maybe you guys do, because for me it's only stuff I've heard through the grapevine. Well, I want to say one other thing, but go. Well, you go. Okay. My one other thing is I have no issue with the ver- the verbal, the words, whatever you want to be called. And let's just not make a law. It shouldn't have to be uh, legislated. And then also, okay, if you want to be considered a girl, fine. We'll call you a girl. But, again, genetics, biology, science. Let's not be in denial of science up to this point. And, yeah, we can have discovered new science. But so far I haven't seen any evidence that says, oh, Giving a man estrogen is going to decrease the 
bone structure that he's had of being a man his whole life enough to make him like this chick that was crushing women's faces in mixed yeah, martial arts. Exactly. You know what I'm talking about, Fallon yeah, yeah, Fox yeah. or whatever her name was, and shit like that. Where I'm like, <laughs> okay, no, you want to be a girl, fine, but how are we really gonna let like? Bruce Jenner compete in the Women's Olympics now? Like, yeah. Let's see that. That's right. what I think is so funny about that because, and you've heard me say this, I'm sure you have, where it's like, he was an Olympian. Yeah. Like, right. period. Like, yeah. I just want that to, like, settle with right. everybody. Like, that is what we consider, like, in the athletic world, like, ah! yeah. And he was the Iron Man, basically, of the Olympics. He won the the what do they call it when you went that decathlon yeah the the golden man or like you because you do some of every sport Mm. right so like Mm -hmm. it's like swimming biking running throwing the thing yeah yeah, and like yeah the decathlon yeah so uh, it's the one thing i would add to it is one thing that is a disservice to everybody involved in it and it's like almost criminal that like this doesn't get talked about but like i'm sure most people have heard like you know, it, there's a high rate of suicide for people that get the transgender mm-hmm. surgery. And, like, I don't want to beat that over the head, but, like, why not approach it from, okay, what is causing people in general to have these thoughts where, like, this body that I've been given is not the one that I was supposed to have? What is causing that? Because until you figure that out, nothing you do is going to matter or change or make a difference. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's the real root that's driving that kind of, like, that angst or whatever's going on there, and I that, feel like. And and nobody's taking the time to ask that question. It's just like, do you feel comfortable? Yeah, I feel comfortable. That you feel, like, do you, but is that really going to make you feel comfortable? Like, yeah. when this is all said and done, it's like, is that going to help you? Well, and, and what age, when they're talking about giving, like, teenagers estrogen or testosterone blockers or whatever and, like, messing with a teenager's chemistry, like, dude, I remember... Uh, just how messed up my hormones right. and brain chemistry felt as a teenager... Right. Why would you even mess with that? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let that run its course. <laughs> sure. And then, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So. And and and, and the. Well, the, not to kind of tie it back into like mental health stuff too. It's like if we have we know that like the frontal lobe, like the decision making part of your brain, fully which developed. could be yeah, which could be argued that that's like you mm-hmm. isn't even fully developed until you're, you know, women at like. 18 to 21 men at like 21 to 26 or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. then d- don't mess with anything before yeah. all that so i like like you said i don't have a problem with what anybody decides to do i am a libertarian in that sense like to each their own as long as you're not infringing on, on my abilities to do what i want to do it doesn't really matter to me but um it that's what i think of it's like it, it makes me hurt a little bit because we're all just like compliant and making somebody feel comfortable in something that may not actually be helping anybody at all and yeah if that makes sense well in the mental health that we overlook the mental health issues we overlook um that included another thing dr drew's talking about how over in california i'm sure you all know about the homeless issue that they're having and he's saying how like uh you know um the mayor or whatever you know the government of California is making it out to be a housing crisis. He's like, no, we have a mental health crisis. We have streets full of people that have no issue living in these unsanitary and blah, blah, blah conditions. And it's because they have mental health issues, Mm -hmm. not because that they can't afford rent. 
Yeah. They're not well. Yeah. Yeah. And and they're, nobody's doing anything to address or help it. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about there being like a, a, a real systemic plague or something coming out of it because he's saying that right. the conditions, they've already found what came back in California that has been gone for so long. Um, one of those old ass that... Just a nasty like plague kind of thing? Well, that, that we get vaccinated for. Oh, um, but they're like trying to determine, did it come back because either A, crazy conspiracy, you know, hippies in California aren't vaccinating their kids or because the conditions are so unsanitary from San Francisco all the way down to San Diego. Because you just have this massive humanity. Yeah. Living under bridges. Joe Rogan said he's like, there's not a single underpass that there's not a tent city under. That's crazy. It's like it used to be, yeah, you saw tents under underpasses or yeah. homeless people but he's like there's not a single that's, underpass you drive under anymore that's there. crazy to me because i lived in la in like 2010 2011 and so that's when this was i think that's when that law was passed when they changed it so and what law was that it's it's something to do with non-violent criminals could be released oh, yeah from felony charges and so they started just dumping all these drug people without any like armed robbery charges with drugs and and they're the majority of these people are people that would have been back in the day in sanitariums or in asylums exactly Exactly. they would have been labeled mentally unstable and right and so they ran out of room in the prisons and they kind of just ejected them and now they're on the streets oh it's crazy i don't know since i went back to colorado my hometown even loveland it was insane i grew up there it was it was it's such uh uh, calling it Mayberry to y'all, I and mean, it's dramatic, but literally, I mean, just to paint that picture of like, ev- you didn't know everyone, but yeah. it was such a small town. The post office was, the post office grocery store, and I don't know, I'm having a, doing a terrible job saying what I'm trying to say, but you get the point. Yeah, I'm trying to compare it to like a Texas town, but I don't know what Granbury was like back in the day. Probably sort of similar. It was a one before light town, right after that last stop, you know. Last okay. And then, it was just, it was crazy, Even just like ten years ago. Well, and, and back home in Colorado, though, was the homeless thing. And luckily, I don't see that here, or at least in Fort Worth, it is. I don't know. It's well, and that's what I was yeah. going to say earlier, though, because we're talking about California, so it's kind of perfect. Because I've only heard through the through the grapevine, are they really making people change what they're saying as far as like manhole covers? And stuff like that. Like, you can't call them manhole covers anymore. You just have to call them, like, sewage hole covers or something like that. Or is that just some crazy, like, something that people are actually I don't trying know. to, like, make people do? I have no clue. I know, I mean, I don't know about so, if it's been legislated or, whatever, you know, if laws have been passed um, inside the government. I know colleges are getting insane with mm-hmm. it. And that's where, like, the Zizuzer stuff, like, you can get... Uh, I don't know. Let's look. I mean, that's. I feel like such an old man. Even like I know I'm at the very beginning stages of being an adult, right? And like I'm a baby when it comes to being old. Yeah. But okay. I feel so different than the group of kids that went to college right behind me, and partly because of the safe space, this thing that's developed where it's like, I that was not, that was not part of college when I was there, you know, like, and it was, and it's just like, it seems like it came out of nowhere where it's like, 
seems to me like college is the place to hear other people's opinions. It should be. It should be. And that's what's crazy is I'm a Ben Shapiro fan. Uh-huh. And he's way more conservative than I am. He's way more religious than I am. But what I I, I respect the fact that he lays all that on the table. Uh-huh. So I know what to take and what not to yeah. from him. So when he starts going off about abortion, which I'm still sort of wishy-washy about, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, okay, Ben, crazy Jew, you know. <laughs> you know, I, I know when to dismiss him and when not to for yeah. my personal taste. Yeah, I know what you um, mean. But. <laughs> I'm just letting that joke settle for a moment. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm wondering. Like, I'm like, yeah, no one's going to see it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. So far, we've been um, what transphobic, <laughs> anti-Semitic. Yeah. Um, Just run through the else? list. Fuck you, Tom Hanks. All of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Tom Hanks. Matthew, I love you, Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but what the hell were we? What was, <laughs> You're talking about Ben Shapiro for some reason. Oh, the 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 facts that he brings you are generally fairly accurate, mm-hmm. and so when he's talking about like. He can't even go to Berkeley anymore, which used to be the hub of free speech right. for colleges, and now he can't just go speak because they are calling him a Nazi. Right. Like, uh, you see that one video where the lady's actually doing it like live, and he's like, "I'm, ma'am, I'm Jewish." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, are you serious? Well, to see the scary part of that to me is like when it doesn't even matter what the politics are when you get to that point where it's like, no, you can't say that because we don't want you to say that. Don't you understand? Like that's closer to fascism than like what they think he's trying to say. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that kind of response that you see in those Ben Shapiro videos where it's, you know, I, cause like there's the ones where like Ben Shapiro slams feminism. And then, yeah. then there's the other side where it's like, watch Ben Shapiro, like stumble and see, can't say it. You know, they're, they're reacting to him. Like he's trying to be, a fascist when they're coming at him with like a like no you've right. got to fall in line with what i believe and what i think or that's, you get out that's exactly the most ironic part of the whole situation is right. the people calling people fascists are enacting fascist behavior mm-hmm. they're the ones dictating yes you can no you can't right. or if you do we'll dox you and exactly uh yeah hate crime legislation so a lot of it seems to be revolving around religious stuff, though, um, which I don't know. So how do you feel about that? Because that's uh, the w- one that I pulled up, the first one, California persecutes man for a anti, what, anti-Muslim comment. I'm like, I, I want to defend freedom of speech, and I don't know what the source is, so who knows? Maybe it's a bullshit mm-hmm. source to new American. Freedom shall not perish. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, do you see that little tagline yeah. under yeah. there? Yeah, nice. Uh, anyways, but I, I want to defend free speech, but like, don't want to at the same time support anti-Semitic, anti-Muslim, yeah. whatever. But uh, what do you what do you think about religious criticism? And I guess I'm looking at you. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'd have to know like really specifics. Uh, I we may have talked about this on the last podcast. In it's irrelevant if we did or didn't. But I'm really big into the whole Ridley Ridley Scott's Kingdom of Heaven movie and the whole like idea behind. That's all about um, the Crusades in uh, 
Jerusalem. Oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, against with Salahadin, basically, and obviously it's like a BS story, like made around that. But the whole point of the movie, um, like what I've always taken from it, is that like you can be whatever you are religiously spiritually speaking and i should be able to have conversations with you i should be able to disagree with you but we should still respect the hell out of each other and, and that's it and so for me that's where i'm at with everything it's like just trying to like you do you i'll do me you want to talk about stuff let's talk about it and you don't have to agree with everything i that i say and that's why you and I talked really well I was gonna in, say, in Big Lots. That doesn't sound like anything new to me, though, because that's why I ended up being able to become your friend. Because I was like, oh, this guy isn't a judgmental. Because that was another thing. is like, oh, he's tall, bigger than me, intimidating, bald head. And then I find out he's a Mormon. And <laughs> he's not a Mormon. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Joho. Happy? Thank you. Happy? I, I just, so you're like, fuck I, this guy. No, I just, I'm, just, I'm just surprised with myself that I did legit just make that mistake. You did I'm, it earlier, too. That's why I was like, what? Yeah, I know. You're slipping, right. brother. Slipping. Well, it's because you've, right. so, you've been unassociated for so yeah. long that I'm like, yeah. Whereas I used what to. What are you? I was going to ask, <laughs> man. Can we talk about that. this? Can we ask? Because this has been... Part of my journey is following your journey, dude. You have you no idea. You don't want to follow me right now. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't really know if I want to talk about it or not. Just because nah, you don't have to. It's, it's just weird. I, I was actually talking about this. Well, hold on. What were we just talking about before we get into all this? You're, uh, I, I was answering something here. Movie, Ridley Scott. Oh. Crusades. BS. Oh you, oh, you were just saying that that's why we started getting along. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, because the thing is, he would let me say anything. Yeah. And as you've probably caught on, I'm not mm-hmm. the most politically correct person. Sure. <laughs> and I'll go home and overanalyze, oh, shit, why did I say that? Why did I say that? And so to have someone I could come back to the next day who's not like, man, why'd you say that yesterday? <laughs> I just, like, try to, like, process everything everybody says to me. And, like, it, as long as I can understand where you're getting to where you're getting to, with most people, I feel like, all right. But it's whenever I, because I'm a seeker of knowledge. So it's whenever I'm not understanding why you're saying the things that you're saying. Which is why I'm, I was saying, like, I don't have to get along with it. I just I just need to understand where you're coming from when you're, like, shooting all this stuff at me. Mm-hmm. So. But, yeah. I was actually talking to my sister yesterday about spiritual stuff. I think people often use the word, like, religion or when really... <laughs> I have to talk about like what words you should use and shouldn't, but I do feel like you should probably use spiritual is probably better to like kind of cover everything. Religion becomes more sure. of like a, I feel like I'm going somewhere yeah. to uh-huh. get it. Whereas uh-huh. spirituality feels more like something that I just have within myself. You can lock me away in this room for forever and I have mm-hmm. my spirituality is innate. You well, know? And so, and then this ties into my journey because that's the, 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 discrepancy i'm falling into is am i spiritual or am i christian because i've you're probably familiar with ben shapiro or not ben shapiro but um jordan peterson mm-hmm. from all the discussion we've had and the or way our talk has went and the fact that you know joe rogan but something jordan peterson says is like 
I don't know that Western religion is true. I don't know that the Bible is true, but I'm going to live my life as if it is. Mm-hmm. And basically hedging his bets because if it's not true, well, then what did it matter anyway? If it is true, guess what? Mm-hmm. He lived the best Christian well, life he could. Well, what's interesting, and I don't mean to like trample all over the subject. If you want to jump in at any time, just... Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Elbow me, asparagus. <laughs> but, um, but well, so let me finish that thought though. Was okay. that in that I've found Christ, right, or what I feel, and the whole mushroom trip, talking to the Son of God through the smoke detector. That's another story. Okay, literally a whole another story. <laughs> so, how does that tie into Jesus breakup? Blah blah blah. So I'm battling with my faith in the sense of do i really believe in jesus as lord and savior so then am i really a christian or do i just want to believe in this because i'm spiritual i believe Mm -hmm. in god i believe in something bigger than me and i definitely am trying to live a better life for it but i'm still not a hundred fucking percent like i just i don't know if they'll ever be and this is why growing up my whole life in high school and trying to be a christian and going to youth group i had such a struggle as some people it clicked. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. I felt that click. Mm-hmm. I felt like I felt that click. And since then, I've, I'm still going, eh, I ain't sure. You know? <laughs> yeah. Sure. That's, yeah. that's not. Am my, I Christian or am I spiritual? Well, my thoughts are, is that if you, I'm, I'm certain that all three of us, without getting into it, probably have different, just beliefs different feelings but the way i I don't know the way i always think of it is especially with certain like sex and like creeds and everything people tend to think in absolutes like this is this is what it is period Mm -hmm. and i think that there are things that within your own thought processes you should feel like that absolutely like you should and you should relay that over to people like, well, like in conversations that you and I have had, it was like, well, this is what I believe. And I think that you should strongly believe those things. But to then think that I can't, I can't believe also that whatever you believe, if it's different from what I believe, is not going to get you to the same end result. That's where I have a problem with people. And what I mean by that is like, if you believe you're going to heaven or paradise or Valhalla or whatever, If it's something different than what I believe, I think that when we die, we're all going to figure out the same thing, (laughs) you know, like the, so just to, if I can paraphrase to make sure I'm understanding what you said correctly is basically the idea that we're not going to experience different things based on our beliefs, regardless of belief. When this is all said and done, we're all going to experience the same thing. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That is exactly what I'm saying while simultaneously kind of leaving it open to that's where, well, maybe if we're thinking of things like that, it could be a little bit different because things that might make your heaven heaven might not make my heaven heaven. Once. You know what I mean? It might like, I don't want that running around here, whatever. Yeah. This is where my thought process goes with that is, I guess, I don't, this is a weird conversation, right? The soul, existentialism, energy, what carries on after we're gone. Mm-hmm. And, and my thought is, if you believe that your beliefs do have influence because your beliefs are energy, right? Or or manifest themselves through your energy. And that if 
whatever carries on from us, I consider energy, right? Um, if if all you're putting into that is uh, nothing's going to happen when I die, then maybe that's your energy level when you die is just, okay, because right. that's what you expected. Not that expectation should define reality, because it really doesn't ever, it seems, so but right. shit, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, I was just looking this up on my phone, so I made sure I got this right. Uh, what popped up in my head, and this is kind of what pops up in my head when I think about religion versus spiritualism, is I took a um, Christianity and the Roman Empire class when I wow. was in college. And it was an elective, and I just kind of chose it because I had to, and I needed to fill a slot, but it ended up being so cool because it was specifically about religion in the Roman Empire, not just Christianity. Via Romana. And it was so cool because we learned all about monotheism versus monism and like how this idea of a single God in a religion is relatively new or it, it hasn't been around the entire time that religion's been around. Religion changed somewhere along the way. It, you know, before Christianity and even like in early Judaism, it was more of a belief that even though we worship this this God, our God, there are other gods. There are it is not just God and then the universe. It's all one thing. So like just because there is one great God does not mean there is another thing that's affecting my life that might be some other force or creature. Or, you know, like they didn't identify it like that. So you could be Jewish, but you could also be a member of three different cults, and you weren't crazy. You were just covering your bases, like you said. <laughs> And and that kind of just like totally flipped my like what like I said I like to have the like what I think is the way things are flipped on its head, and that did it for me because I you know and then we learned about all the cool stuff too like talking about the Bible and how that it was all put together and like the um, all the different uh, or like there's thirty different texts I think. They think there might be as many as thirty different scriptures of the Bible, of the Bible oh, yeah. that were that were eventually written down. Um, anyways, so that's it. so I say all of that because it it I think this is normal and good to like have that kind of struggle of like there is something greater than me that I don't understand mm -hmm. that I probably am not supposed to understand, but that's it's I, okay to like like explore for it mm -hmm. and seek yeah. that understanding. So I don't know if that is – that's just how I feel about it. That's not really, like, anything. No, that's that's a, uh, that's a beautiful thought and sentiment. It's well, like, yeah, that's the purpose. There, I was just going to say there's a great YouTube channel called Religion for Breakfast. Uh -huh. I don't know the guy's name, but if you ever check it out. I will check it and out. And he, he goes over to and, – and talks about that monotheism and blah, blah, blah. Shit smarter than me. He's, yeah. <laughs> but that's also fascinating to me because we just think of it now as, like – Islam, Christianity, yeah. Judaism, and that's yeah. like what your choice, or you know, and there's other choices too, but like we don't think of it as like, it's a zero-sum game. Yeah. When well, you're and what he shows is like these crazy ancient buildings basically predating Christianity where they had these altars. Uh-huh. And he's like, and, well, and not, I say predating Christianity, but it's really the earliest version of Christianity. Okay. Like the, right after Jesus supposedly ascended into heaven and yada yada like these first christians did worship at an altar and this and that and he was just explaining how 
yeah, the Bible says no altars, right? But mm-hmm. they literally had many different altars right. for different right. and beliefs. It's, you know, just because the Bible exists and there's truth in it doesn't mean that it wasn't put together by man, mm-hmm. too. You know, like, uh, there were people together, like, like why, why should we put the Scripture in this order? And... You know what I mean? Like, there's decisions Inspired being made. by God, translated right. by me. Like, oh, show up. I didn't mean to throw a pen at you. I'm freaking rude. Loki <laughs> did. What's the gospel that they talk about always not being included, but is a like, gospel of Thomas, I think it is? Mm. So, yeah, I don't know if that's legit, but... Because Jesus, like, came to Thomas multiple times more than anybody else because he didn't believe that it was like, what diet? Yeah. And there's the gospel of Judas, too. Have you heard of this? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Or... Judas is the most trusted disciple, and Jesus goes to him, telling him that he has to betray him. Yeah. And yeah, which is like crazy to think about, but it just gave me goosebumps. I, yeah, actually, talking yeah. about it, which is funny. Cause yeah. No, it. Yeah, I don't know. So that kind of stuff—that's the part of religion that I love to explore, just uh, challenge my faith a little bit. But yeah, yeah. So what? What are you looking at? What do you got to I'm say? looking at gods, the plural form of gods in the Bible. Okay. Just, I'm just interested in the... I've always thought it was interesting that the word gods is in the Bible in multiple places. Um, in particular, it's in uh, the Old Testament and the New Testament. Meaning that, like in, in Chronicles, it's like there must this must be a magnificent temple because our God is greater than all other gods. Just sometimes the the way things are phrased, and I can look it up in all kinds of different translations, so it doesn't even matter which ones I'm looking at. In, in Corinthians, it's like, for even there, uh, though there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, just as there are many gods and many lords, there's actually to us one God. Like, to us, one God. So it's like, yeah. there's just really interesting scriptures where it's like, okay, so... Are we to be led to believe that there are absolutely no other gods? Or, you know, are we kind of, is there like a hierarchy of like, well, no, I'm God. And then mm-hmm. you can believe in these other ones if you want, but they're more like, uh, what is it you called me? Demigods. Demigod. Oh, yeah. No, that, <laughs> That's that... A, that sounds like a really weird way to help me get that word, but there's a reason there. <laughs> It's weird that you bring that up, though, because that's something that I've heard about recently, and, and I don't remember how it ties in, but that I was it just stuck out to me because I was like, demigods, isn't that what The Rock was in Moana? Mm-hmm. That's all I could think of. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's a good movie. I think that it, it definitely, like, in with you specifically, I think it comes to where you have to explore. Well, everything that we're saying here ties together with what I'm thinking. You have to explore... You have to find what calls out to you. And I don't think that that's wrong, whatever it is. Yeah. I'd, I'm, I'm just having an issue with, like, uh, I straight up thought God was talking to me for a while. Or maybe he was. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, did I, how much did I tell you about this? Like, specifics. Uh, so we, we can go down the crazy rabbit hole, because... <laughs> Like, there was a good period there. I was watching, like, the Bible and the History Channel and, like, everything, everything Bible-related, everything Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, I was trying really hard. Um, and I was talking 
uh, I talk on the podcast about mm-hmm. the voices in my head. I'm not crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, I was thinking something like else. That was really bad timing. I'm sorry. I just waiting for your reaction. Like I'm not crazy. Um, not not crazy enough in like the schizophrenic sense. Darn it. But uh, just just crazy no enough that like I I hear I, or I speak enough to myself that I'm like, am I crazy? Mm-hmm. No, I think I talk to myself like everyone does. Mm-hmm. But I get crazy enough with it to where I'm like talking to myself for two weeks and going oh, i'm talking to god no god told me not to cut my hair at one point i thought samson now at one straight up dude because i yep <laughs> i fucking watched the bible on this picture. <laughs> i'm in the shower dude and i'm showering yeah yeah i could do that shit <laughs> and it was i was being told by god not to cut my hair not for like anything like samson but just because this is part of my uh commitment to like pursuing this journey and I'm not going to cut my hair till I, and then like a few weeks goes by and I'm like some crazy fucking shit you made up in your head just to, like, <laughs> make you, to commit yourself to God more God doesn't give a shit if you cut your hair and get a fade or <laughs> at least that's God's looking hope. down like I guess he doesn't care that I told him not to cut his hair right? right? rude I don't know is it? Because then there, what else did I... Oh, but God. see, that type of stuff is what I think is... Good? Yeah, like, it's okay. <laughs> Just because it's like, look, if you... That's are, the shit are, that makes me feel crazy. And maybe you should. Yeah. Uh, tithing. Want to hear my other internal struggle? Tithing. Tithing? You're going to bring tithing from that? I'm telling you what I've struggled with in terms of, All like, right. my Christian evolution... And I discovered a podcast. <laughs> You're not supposed to say those words together. <laughs> <laughs> it's a demerit. My Christian Darwinism. <laughs> unclean. Forever unclean. <laughs> Bit of an oxymoron, but... Sorry. My evolution into Christianity, my, my uh, adaption. Adaptation of Christianity. How's that? Um... God, you may tithing, 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 tithing. I discovered a podcast called Transformation Church. Have you ever heard of it? Mm. Okay. Yes. Yes. And I don't know why. But... Pastor Michael Todd, and they're in Oklahoma, and he's this funny young black guy that re- kind of reminds me of Kevin Hart. <laughs> I actually just heard about it this week. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Not just because he's black. <laughs> <laughs> he's hilarious. <laughs> he's pretty funny, and the way he talks, and and uh, anyways. I've become a bit of a fan, and these are moments where I'm listening to Transformation Church, and I'm like, oh, God wants me to hear this. Like, I was meant to hear this, particularly on a trip to San Antonio, and I'm listening to Transformation Church, and it's talking about tithing. And I'm like... I believe that part of of things. I think that you get things often when you should. It's whether or not we're receptive to it. And so maybe I really have been through my journey or my struggling to be more open, have been more open. And and uh, what it is is it, there's I'm not to interrupt interrupt you, but there's no, like people strongly believe that God speaks to you in whispers. But the second you said God was talking to me, people are like, the fuck <laughs> is this guy saying? That's true. So it's, it's like God's allowed to whisper, but He can't talk to you. I'm telling you right now, God yelled at me like a year and a half ago. 
And it's because I wasn't listening to the whispers. So if he's talking to you in a normal tone, I think that's totally fine. <laughs> I mean, he's your dad, right? He's supposed to be like, boy, that's tithing. Let's talk about that. <laughs> so, so then tell me, have I done him wrong? Because I don't know. What, what happened? I went through this thing of tithing and thinking I'm supposed to tithe. And so I started setting aside a part of my income, uh, 10% every month, into a savings. The whole thing being like your first piece of your paycheck is supposed to go to God. Like mm-hmm. before you even pay your electric bill because God comes before everything. My issue being, well, what am I going to give this money to? Because as much as I love Transformation Church their podcast, I was like, I don't know. They, they, <laughs> they, they seem like they're doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> They've already transformed. <laughs> God, I've got that 10 you wanted. <laughs> they're it just zaps out of your hand. Whoa. <laughs> Dude, they're doing, like, missionary stuff to, like, England. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, I think they're doing all right. They're taking trips over to the U.K. to you, teach them Christianity. You're, like, I think standing cool. outside of a church on Sunday just, like, giving people ones My <laughs> as they leave. <laughs> my approach was, and God, I hope they don't hear this, but they're the only – she's my mom being probably one of the few people that will uh, – I was going to give it to my parents because I was like, okay, God says to honor your mother and your father. I'm knocking out two birds with one stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving my money. Giving, the, giving God the old like sneaky, sneaky, cheeky, are we? God's like, mm, sneaky devil. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> you. <laughs> I thought it was a good idea. Hey, hey, God told me it was cool. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, there's also the whole... There's also the whole illustration of the uh, the shrewd the shrewd manager. So God clearly has a sense of humor. Yeah. Oh, very yeah. Okay, so that's another rabbit hole you can jump down. Long story short, okay, I've spent that money. It did not go to my parents. <laughs> You're like, so you see these microphones that you have here. <laughs> no, this this Hi. was credit cards, and then that money went to credit card bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, that's pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not far off. Oh man, I don't know, man. Um, shit. What did I, you say? I, I, rabbit tithing. Home? Whenever I was, I haven't been going to church. I stopped going to church like, um, like a three and a half months ago. But I was tithing every week. Like just, I. There's like people put it with like these parameters of like percentages and all that. I hear ten percent a lot, and then actually increasing over time. But I was just like, I'm gonna do ten bucks every every week. Just just put it in there and just like call it good. But I, I think that's if you're not going any particular place, I could definitely see how you'd be like, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. I, I honestly I felt guilty not giving it to Transformation Church because all of these transformations, quite literally, I've felt more than a few of them from listening to this podcast. So I got to give credit where credit's due. If there's anyone struggling, check out Transformation Church because it's good shit. And even on YouTube, they got videos. It's well-produced, but that's where I'm like, ah, they're doing all right. They don't need my money. Yeah. Um, but still feeling guilty in the sense of like, oh, they helped me get here. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's okay, though. Like, You got to support yourself, though, right, too? Yeah, 
Yeah, but then I don't know. Isn't the whole point that yeah, it's you give you give it to God first. Give it to yeah. God and first, you, and then you and gonna, then God takes care of you. Yeah. If I had given it to God, probably I'd be doing better. I guess is the point. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. And these are the things I struggle with, and I'm like, am I a Christian? <laughs> I've been or am I just spiritual? I've been struggling with my Christian beliefs the last few months, though, and I, I kind of finally had a moment where. I said it out loud, yes, which is why I was like earlier. I was like, I don't know if I want to talk about this because I finally got to that moment yesterday where I told my sister, and she's basically like, "Duh," because <laughs> she's a jerk and she knows me really well. She's like, "You big stupid Viking!" I know. <laughs> so, yeah, because it's because in all honesty, like I think about like my my thoughts, the way I am, and yeah. Uh, Things that I read and things that I feel like about like the Scandinavian Ace of True culture like just like line up with me really well. It's not from Captain Marvel. You're fine. <laughs> I just wasn't realizing it. <laughs> just like, but <laughs> there's that thing. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. <laughs> oh dang it! I was like, that. <laughs> why did I not? It's in the box now. It's in the box. <laughs> Cat in the box. Cat in the box. Cat in the box. <laughs> I don't know why I was uh, nothing like Andy Samberg. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> I, don't know, I guess that was all. It just kind of ties in with everything else we're saying about just like exploring, challenging. It's obviously thoughts I've had for years, and then stepped away from Christendom for a long time to like really explore it. Came back to Christendom for the last year and a half, and now I'm kind of like stepping away from it again because it's like. So what do you struggle with, if I could ask? What are your biggest things that push you? What I struggle with, the, the biggest, is feeling like you don't go, or you don't, okay. I was about to say don't go to church, but that's actually not it. It's more important to have like a personal relationship with God, as far as Christendom is concerned. So, it's more, sorry, I shouldn't have looked at that. <laughs> Got me all distracted. Oh. Um, Life, it happens. Yep. Yeah. So is when I don't go, or when I didn't go for a couple years there, everything got really bad. Like my life, like struggled really bad. And then I went, well, I started studying on my own every day for hours every day, meditating all that for about six months, and then I started going to church for about a year. So then it's like I had like two years of like having strong Ace of True beliefs and like dismissing Christendom. People would ask me to like pray for them, and I knew they meant obviously. When people say pray for me, it's like mm-hmm. you're talking about Christendom, you're talking about your Christian God, blah blah blah. And I just would be like, I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even say anything, and it bothered me that people didn't recognize that I wasn't even like going okay. Like I would not say anything, and I just wouldn't do it because I. I'm an all or nothing. I'm not going to BS with you about something that it's like I'm not doing. It's like. And do you think people were just assuming? Yeah. Like, oh. Because Ocho is the religious guy. Right. He's, for me. He's, yeah, exactly. So, but going from like, okay, uh, basically to one extreme to the other where, where it's like, okay, I'm not studying. I'm not going to church. I'm not put infusing that into my family to any degree. I had my own ace of true beliefs to myself, wasn't putting that into my family either. So I wasn't putting anything positive into my family, like spiritually speaking, and like shit went off the rails. So then it's like, then you start studying, 
start going to church and all that, but things are still not getting better. So to me, that was the biggest issue. Is like, I don't go and I feel forsaken and I go and I feel forsaken. So, but this other thing makes me feel like, like a sense of connectivity and a sense of my spirit feels alive in it, you know? And this is the... Yeah, Ace of True. Which is what the... (laughs) It's like Scandinavian, (laughs) Norse, what people would consider mythology, Uh, you know, like Norwegian mythology. uh Um, (laughs) Uh Uh (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, I was going to say, though. Why? you, You know well? I don't. I mean, I know what he's taught me. I mean, in like God of War. Teach me. <laughs> Teach me. Convert me. Maybe I'm not a Christian. I'm a fucking Viking. It might be. A very small Viking. Can I have one? Okay, right. Have you seen any of Vikings, the show? Yeah. Okay, so Ragnar in the show connects with me the most right now because basically the main character in the show, he's like obviously hard Viking, and then he has Christendom introduced to him, and it just like melts his brain. Like he doesn't know what to feel anymore because he thinks that, which is what like my Instagram picture is, is Ragnar holding his freaking axe in one hand and his uh, cross chain in the other one. And it's like, I get that. I get this like internal struggle of what do I, what do I think? What do I actually think? Not like belief. Yeah. It's like, I do think that the Christian God there's a lot of weight to be held there, and I will talk about that with anybody, you know, for hours. But I, I don't think that I believe that that dismisses everybody else's beliefs and like God's and any other structure, especially because like what you were saying earlier, I think it was you, like there have been all these other things have. It's like how America's a baby, well Christendom's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like people think it's weird to believe in like all these other things if it's not lines up with these one, two, or three things. Mm-hmm. Judaism, Christendom, and Muslim, if you believe anything outside of that, it's like you're an extremist. It's like, why? Those things have existed far longer. Mm-hmm. Like your ancestors probably believed all this stuff up to a certain point, And then we can actually prove how Catholicism went in and like pulled yep. things that everybody right. believed and like put it into Christendom to one. an extent. That's what kept me so not anti-Christianity but dismissive of it for so long was like movies like Zeitgeist and being a fan of history and and stuff, Braden. I'm sure you know about how it repeats itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like who, Ishtar for Easter. Easter, same story, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Horus for Egypt, like all these different figures that had disciples were died and resurrected um mm-hmm. yada, well it's yada, like yada. in the ace of true beliefs odin was nailed to egresil nailed up to it mm-hmm. uh, to to seek knowledge different story similar to what yeah you know what i mean like what's the first thing you think of when you think of a god being nailed up to some wood yeah mm-hmm. yeah and to go full circle with the flipping on its head of human evolution, one of the things that they use is we find these structures starting here 30,000 years ago and they 
continued to pop up. Same basic thing. Temple, civilization surrounding the temple, same structures, same stories get taught at these temples. Same story, different versions. Cities pop up around the temples. And it just, like, happens across. And why do we have the Easter's? The stories of rebirths, the the stories of winter changing into mm-hmm. spring, the uh, the summer still you know like there's just it's there's so much coincidence yeah where it all kind of just bleeds together where probably it's a little bit of Catholicism just like it's like it's all this stuff blah 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 but you know when they they talk about Christ being a metaphor basically for farming purposes <laughs> the sun died rose again i guess it all has to do with astrological stuff in some sense yeah and that that has been carried on through society to society to society because it's this ancient knowledge that when we lose everything we still need to know how to farm right (laughs) and they at least that being what's told from people are dismissing Mm -hmm. and so that's what kept me so dismissive for so long so then to have these experiences where i'm like oh god's talking to me and telling me not to cut my hair (laughs) or or, yeah i do believe in jesus christ as my lord and savior or maybe i don't know for sure that he is but i'm gonna live my life and believe that he is like jordan peterson does either way Mm -hmm. and is all of that just like blatantly in the face of this evidence that yeah. well this is actually a story that dates back thirty thousand years and oh was Christ a metaphor I, and all this stuff is really really <laughs> interesting to me because in all honesty it's at its essence is it it's irrelevant if it's all bullshit it's poetry at its core it's that Western fire that burns inside of everyone that's like look which is why I was saying about spiritually spirituality versus like religion. You have it, whether you yeah. acknowledge it or not, doesn't really matter to me. Like I'm that kind of black and white person where it's like, if you just don't believe in anything, you're full of shit. Can you I, believe in something, whether you know it or not. Can I throw another bone out there to chew on? I don't got? know how long y'all wanted to do this, but Oh yeah. I got to wrap it up. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Well, <sighs> damn it. <laughs> wipe my mind blank but um what were you saying uh i mean i was just what i was going to say uh, maybe this will help you yeah was that um i don't know i had this conversation a couple of years ago with my ex about how uh kind of having like a heaven versus valhalla conversation where to me i'm like I don't know, this feels irrelevant now. This feels like this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> what I'm trying to say, my point is, what I said was, sorry. I'll I'll find you, like, on the other side. Uh, like, like, we're, everybody's scrambling so hard to, like, find what their, what, what their, yeah, what their God is, what their religion, what their spirit is calling out for, whatever, and just keep seeking it, you know? Like, you might not even need to find it. I might not even be, the whole life is a journey, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Why is why does it have to be any different? Why, why does it have to be something we think of things in this really concrete way? And life in itself is not concrete; it's this fluid thing. But we want our God, and we want that part of our life to be something that is so solid 
you know, this cornerstone, but it's like that thing should be like have a little. I don't know. I don't know. One, I'm so rambling. What asparagus. Was, asparagus. <laughs> what I was gonna say, and to that point, is where do we get this from? Because you said if all of this is bullshit, it doesn't matter anyway. It's poetry. It's what we wrap our minds around. It's Western yeah. thinking. It is what it is. But where do we? as human beings, as this creature, this hominid, and going back to what we talked about from the very start, all the different species that existed, Homo sapiens weren't the only mm-hmm. bipedal thinking creatures that existed. We're right. just the most brutal ones that killed everyone else off <laughs> right. and persisted. Where did this reasoning come from? And they, they say that that's what sets us apart, is not so much... Uh, a soul or uh, anything like this it's reason mm-hmm. humans having the ability to reason mm-hmm. and uh, it's this loaded question asking where it comes from but I guess that's maybe if the god if, if the god is irrelevant if the religions are irrelevant if it's all bullshit it doesn't matter anyway uh, I don't mean I don't know where I'm, don't know where I'm going re- I don't mean that that's <laughs> irrelevant what I was trying to say as far as like it being this this poetry so to speak, is that anything that has been written down, doesn't that automatically make it some form of poetry? Especially yeah. if it's something that people want to write and be like, here, will you go read that? Or go read this to your kids or whatever. Go tell this, speak this to the people. You know, with with the Ace of True Beliefs, it's really interesting because there are things that even if you were to just think of it as a mythos, there was a point where, oh my gosh, I'm gonna forget his name all of a sudden. Anyway, there was this point where there was this like Danish ruler who infused these new things into it. And now some of the things that we just think are like part of like the Norse mythology are like, well, when the hell was it? It's called, yeah. the, it's called the Poetic Edda. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, was it in the Poetic is the poetic edda the beginning of that, or was it all, did it already exist yeah. prior to it? But it's like it doesn't. Does it really matter? Like some of it, yeah. I feel like okay. Well, I would like to know what's different, but rash comparison, but sort of similar is there's a saint that Mexicans like worship before they cross the border. The drug lords. It's the saint of the drug lords mm. that they have to pay whatever to before they try to bring drugs into the u.s they've created a drug lord saying <laughs> like is that is that sanctioned by the catholic pope uh, i don't know but <laughs> right and, and my point oh, my was Lord. just that uh i guess that's to me my evidence of a god or of something bigger either way is that religion i'm just gonna say irrelevant for lack of better words if you throw all that out the will, window say make it irrelevant we still have this ability to sit here and beat this fucking topic to death mm-hmm. that no other creature on this earth has. And where yeah. does that come from? And that to me is evidence of something is like right, yeah, uh, in s- itself, something bigger yeah. than me. Yeah. yeah, that's why earlier yeah. you were saying something, and I, and I was thinking agnosticism versus atheism. I've always understood agnosticism, and have, I I will not ever Same. agree with atheism. Like I, yeah, I will look at, you know. Like go out to West Texas where like this stars all over the place and be like how yeah mm-hmm. how can you be that into yourself 
that you refuse to believe that, you know, there's anything else that's greater than us. That's just weird. Yeah, different human minds and the way they look at me, man. Uh, a lot of people probably can't relate to this. <laughs> <one>, so. <laughs> Have y'all ever read or heard the short story The Egg? No. You should check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, here, let me. The Egg by. I was just looking it up a second ago. It was written in 2009. It's. It's just, there's. They just made it into a YouTube video. I forget the channel. Here, I'll pull it up, so I can tell you. But. It's just, it's like a wild ride. It was about 10 minutes long, and it makes you feel empty, hopeless, glad, sad, joy, like, and it's great. And it, it's about religion. Sounds perfect. Uh, <laughs> here we go. He's like, here you go, sounds, Jesse. See you later. <laughs> that sounds right up just my pull this pin, throw that grenade. <laughs> here. Kurt, I can't spell that, but that's the name of the channel, the, the Kirk Stack. In a oh, nutshell. Yeah. But they do little cartoons. Okay. And they do a great cartoon to this short story, The Egg. And it's. I'd rewatch it right now. But Spoilers. Tell us. What's it? So it's like the perspective of God and a conversation between him and somebody who just died and explaining to them what just happened. And, um, and it starts off really sad. Like. Uh, or, or somber, like what happened? Well, you're dead, and how? Heart attack. Are my wife and kids okay? That's what I want to like. Good. You're interested in your wife and kids. You're not interested in yourself. Your wife's actually kind of happy. Your marriage was failing, and uh, your kids are a little glad too. They we're getting tired of you. They're at that age now. They're teenagers. They're kind of glad you're not there, and your wife's a little glad she's not going to think about your divorce anymore. She finally is going to get some sleep at night. And, you know, and, and this, like, and basically, right from the beginning, he, like, he gets told, like, you're, it doesn't matter, right? I'm glad you're thinking about your wife and your kids, but it's, it doesn't matter anymore. And, um, and there's more to it, but basically, the guy explains that you're living life over and over again, and that anytime you've ever had an interaction with anybody else, or you've ever looked at anybody else, you've been looking at yourself, and you're going to experience every life that's ever going to be lived by every human being in time. And you think of it as one line, but time is something different to me. Time is existence. And if you stayed with here with me long enough, all the memories would come back, and you'd remember just like me of every life that you've already lived. But you're not done yet. You haven't lived all the lives. You've got to keep going back. And then eventually, you'll be a guy like me. And so like this, basically, he's explaining it like you're still a fetus. The human race is a fetus. Like it's just a, it is a really cool way to look at it. And um, <laughs> goosebumps over here. Yeah, see him. Holy crap. Yeah. So it, it, regardless of what your religion is or what you get your spirituality from, it's one of those things that will, I think will bring you some peace because it's like a lot of the stuff we've been talking about. I think a lot of people, including myself, have like some anxieties of it at night when they're trying to go to bed or like at work when they're trying to not think about their shitty day. Like. You know, and it it brought me some peace. And I heard it a long time ago, and I was like, "What the hell was that?" I wanted to I want to read it again. And then they I just watched the YouTube video yesterday. They just made that video, so I re- highly recommend it to everybody. I will watch it for sure. I know I will. Um, and it sounds right up my alley because that's 
I don't know where I heard it, but it's something that resonated with me is treat everybody like it's you in another life. Right. And if everybody treated everyone else like you were interacting with you and treated you the way you want to be treated, yeah, yeah, what would the world be like? Right. Blah, blah, blah. Asparagus. Asparagus. No. <laughs> I disagree with uh, treating people the way you want to be treated. The golden rule. I actually I read know. this thing about treat others as they should be treated. I totally understand, and I love what you just said, that being said. <laughs> You're going to leave that ball in there? Is that how Boom. we're going to end this? That's that? Choa, <laughs> Thank you guys for hey, that was fun. this with me. Thanks yeah. for doing it, man. That was, like, that yeah. was great. Good. I want to do it again sometime. Awesome. If you'll have me. Anytime. Shit. Please. Please save me for myself. <laughs>